2: Uh, welcome to another Big Fake Radio Show. Joining me, as always, is new Larry, Kevin Jank. How many endings can this story have? Huh, see, I don't even remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I That's definitely funny. remember that one. Yep. She called <laughs> out the problem with this movie. <laughs> I really... <laughs> Dareth was aware of it and plowed ahead anyway. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was busy at the time uh, doing the... Uh, <laughs> uh, What we'll be doing here tonight. But also uh, joining us is our uh, old buddy, my personal attorney, spiritual advisor, Tuffy.
1: Don't you know by now everything I touch has a way of exploding? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) The movie we will be reviewing this evening is uh, Lethal Ladies Return to Savage Beach, which is the final Andy Sedaris film. Yeah. Or is it?
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, because I forgot he made a movie in 1979 called Seven and Ooh, not that the was, David Fincher one though, huh? Correct. It's, it's six uh, years, smells. six years before uh, Malibu Express. So it wasn't part of the Lethal Ladies or anything like that. So we never really paid attention to it, but I, I happened to look it up today. You're like, Oh, what is this seven nut stuff? It looks awesome. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like basically everything in, um, these movies, like the same kind of stuff, hot ladies, uh, remote control things, <laughs> grenades, <laughs> but, uh, it looks like it, it's a, like a 1970s cop show, the way it's filmed. It has that film feel to it, like from the 70s, you know, and, uh, it's available on YouTube that we can watch it for free. So, well, you know what this is going to be though? A lot of bush. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, so we got to watch It looks awesome. Like it looks really good. So. Because, you know, like these yeah. last several Sedaris
1: films, they don't even look like movies. They just look like. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they look like uh, Playboy photo shoots.
2: Yeah. So, but this looks like a movie, an uh, old cop show, something. It's awesome. So, yeah, Seven. Keep an eye out for that. We got to watch that at some point.
1: Yeah. Well, we got to
4: discuss what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know how much more life this has, This bit has into it.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about?
4: I mean, the show in general? <laughs> there has got to be.
2: It's got yeah, be terrible least, movies. There's <laughs> got to be a few Gary Coleman's out there, right? <laughs> playing, playing with fire, whatever it's called. Yeah. Right. I don't think we're ever going to find that one, and that's the only one worth watching, it seems like. All right. Anyway, we'll get into all that in a minute here. But uh, Tuffy, do you want to lead off the show with the story you had to tell us, or would you like to save that?
1: Uh, I can lead off with it. All right. Tuffy has um, a story. Yeah, I pooped my pants for the second <laughs> time since Michael Jackson died. <laughs>
2: yeah definitely it's already going to gonna be a good story we definitely need yep. to know how did that <laughs> happen like so keep me? people
4: around for the rest of the
2: show
1: uh, <laughs> I don't know how it happened <laughs>
2: <laughs> well first of all I don't want to vary, uh the key point there the second time since Michael Jackson died <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well, i had to look oh, up when he died to be pretty sure that it's the second time since he died Uh, what was the occasion the the first
2: time? What happened?
1: Well, the first time um, is a an infamous story within my uh, extended family on my mom's side. Because every year we, uh, you know, there's Thanksgiving and some people are at one side of the family, some people are at the other. But I have family that come in from out of town. So Friday after Thanksgiving, we always go to my grandma's and get uh, pizza from Baraco's, a local pizza establishment (laughs) in the Chicagoland area. Nice finch. Yeah. Now my preference is for Palermo, a different local uh, pizza establishment there, but uh you know, it's just a matter of taste. But we always get Baracos for that family gathering. And one year uh I woke up Saturday morning, laying in bed, uh roll over, think, ah, oh, I, I gotta rip one here. Oh no. And, uh, well <laughs> it fooled me. Oh no. And then throughout the rest of that day, it just cascaded like everyone in the family was vomiting and had diarrhea. Oh, no. And there's an ongoing dispute of whether it was caused by the Baracos pizza or if it was just uh, like a flu going around. Yeah, this is quite the commercial for Baracos pizza. Yeah,
4: (laughs) I have not had that issue with them. Have you gone back to Baracos pizza or did that put the kibosh on the family going there?
1: No, 'cause the uh the pro baracos crowd insists that it was not the people's <laughs>
2: fault. <laughs> pro
1: baracos crowd.
2: All right, so that was so, the first yeah. time
1: this happened. That so was what- the first time. I can't that was probably like eight or ten uh yeah, Michael Jackson's uh, been uh, dead quite a while now. Yeah, maybe like seven or eight years ago, I would guess. Okay. Um so then this past weekend, uh Saturday night, I went to bed. Uh I stayed up late busting gems trying to get some showdowns done there, Mike Dell.
2: Yeah, I don't even do this anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, so I went to bed at like twelve, twelve thirty, something like that. Uh and then I woke up a quarter to two in my own mess.
0: Yeah. How did that happen?
3: Did
0: I don't know. I didn't feel sick. <laughs>
1: I don't know why I didn't wake up before it happened.
2: <laughs> like Even you didn't wake evening. up in the process of it. You woke up; it, it had already been done like, like a while ago. Like it wasn't. I woke ongoing. up.
1: No, it wasn't a while ago because the uh, the sheets had just begun to soak through. <laughs> oh uh, I was like a that there wasn't situation really where somebody much.
4: like pooped in your bed while you were asleep and put it next to you. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, because they would have had to have had a squirt gun to do that.
2: (laughs) Ah. This is...
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, so I woke up and uh, could feel, you know, on my backside a little squishiness, and it's like, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) That's not good. very squishy. Yeah, so I got got up, went to the bathroom and confirmed uh, the situation (laughs) I was in. Oh, no. Uh... You know, removed the uh, soiled garments, uh, set those off to the side.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, actually, I set them outside. I set them on the front <laughs> porch because, like, I don't want these around
2: <laughs> on the front porch. I put on for the mailman. Like, like, the,
1: yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a trailer park. There's no mailmen coming around.
3: <laughs>
1: All right. So I threw went changed my underwear through the soiled ones on the front porch. <laughs> uh And then I got about trying to go like, well, I don't want the sheets cause there's moisture in there now. <laughs> uh, and you have to get a whole new bed, right? right? You just got to burn the bed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, now I pulled the sheets off, pulled the comforter off. That was, that was clean. No, nothing on there. Pulled mm-hmm. the top sheet off that had a little bit on it. So it's like, all right, crumple that into a pile, pulled the, like the fitted sheet off, hadn't soaked past that yet. So the two sheets I just put in a pile. So now I got nothing on the bed to sleep on. And I'm a little concerned. It's like, well, if I don't wake up the first time, I don't know if I'm going to wake up the second time. I don't feel particularly sick. But mm. I can't trust myself right now. <laughs> so uh, I just it's kind like of lay on the, floor. With the
4: enemy. The enemy is your anus.
1: Yeah.
3: So, so at that home. point,
1: it was like, well, I'm awake, so I guess I'll bust some more gems because I can't go to sleep right now because I'm a little worried what might happen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shit in my underwear on the floor because I can't take the carpet off. <laughs> uh So after about 45 minutes, an hour, it's like, well, I guess at some point I got cold because now I got no sheets to cover me up. Uh mm-hmm. So I just put on some sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Uh, I just kind of fell asleep on the floor then.
0: No, no. Why were and you
1: Why were you at a trailer park? Because I was at uh, Michigan. My parents' oh, okay. place is in like a trailer park. Oh, okay, okay. Like a nice one
0: though. <laughs> a classy,
4: upscale trailer park. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: So, uh, so then I go to bed, I woke up at some point and, uh, went like onto the actual bed now with just the pillows and me and my sweatshirt and sweatpants. There's no sheets on the bed. Uh, and then I never wake up when my alarm goes off. Like, it's not like I roll over and hit the snooze and go back to sleep. Like I can stay sleeping for 30 to 45 minutes while the alarm is going off. No problem. (laughs) Uh And when you're in a small trailer like that, my dad gets annoyed because mm-hmm. I set the alarm early to get up and go water ski, and he doesn't want to wake up that early.
2: Now, so did, uh, did your uh, family members,
1: did they know you uh soiled yourself? Well, so when the alarm goes off at like 6.15, so I'm going to get up to go water ski – Uh, I'm still asleep at 620, so my dad comes in the room because pretty much every day my alarm wakes him up, too, and he's pissed off because he's been woken up by the alarm again. Comes in, turns off the alarm, unplugs it, says, I'm going to throw this thing in the garbage or something along those lines, and (laughs) does not comment at all on there being no sheets on the bed, on me wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt for some reason.
3: So
1: I just kind of get out of bed. Start going about my day, get my swimsuit on, go down to the boat, get everything ready to go skiing. And then uh, my uncle was up there too, and he's just kinda up and he's usually up early, so he's out walking around and he's walks down by the boat where I am and he says, So how'd you sleep? And uh I mean it's too good of a story to not tell people, So I said
3: <laughs> not good. So yeah,
1: everybody also it was like uh everybody was going to know.
4: Because yeah. you have an the evidence was sitting there, they were going to wake coach. up and
1: see no sheets on my bed, <laughs> and my mom is the one who takes the sheets home to wash them normally, so there were going to be <laughs> questions asked. I know that, so you I figured I might. You as ate, well ate get it out in the of the night, <laughs> so all resting in your colon. The problem, is <sighs> like, there's no washer and dryer up there in my parents' trailer, so it's not like I could just throw them in the washer, clean them. Put them away, nobody the wiser. I don't know where my mom keeps the extra sets of bed sheets, so it's not like I could put replacements on. So there wasn't much getting around uh, the issue at hand there. So yeah, I pretty much just told everybody, yeah, I, I pooped the bed last night, <laughs> and then everybody else had similar questions to you guys of you didn't wake up when you shit your pants. <laughs> And uh, uh, the answer is no. I don't.
2: No, now, what did you uh, think the cause was? Uh, you didn't feel sick. Was it something you ate? or Did you, did you eat anything weird?
1: Um, I'd eaten some bratwurst that uh oh. to be messing with my stomach a little bit, maybe. Oh, also, God. I ate way too much food, which is what I tend to do when I'm up there because <laughs> I have no self control.
4: Nothing's better when you're water skiing than a full belly. <laughs> Yeah, because I ate
1: one and a half bratwurst plus a cheeseburger plus uh, some like side dishes.
3: Oh wow! Yeah. I very
1: much lived the life of the Ed. Apparently, when I'm in Michigan, <laughs> that's what I was. So. That's what I was yeah. going to say.
2: I feel very bad that the Ed's not here
1: because he's an expert in this
2: field and he would yeah. give
1: some advice. What I wouldn't give for a, for a Circle K parking lot that night <laughs> or a Jack in the Box. That's what a jack what it was. Box. Yeah, a jack in the Box. Yeah, I think the Circle K uh, had the bathrooms that he couldn't use. <laughs> did you at least have a map to clean yourself <laughs> no didn't have a map that was the other question i got was uh so you got out of bed in your shit-filled underwear and like i just sat on the toilet and just like wiped myself clean i think it was my uh my cousin said like you didn't like take a shower yeah nah, <laughs> no no <laughs> and we're on day
2: three now well,
1: I've taken one since then, <laughs> obviously.
2: Uh, you're just going to let the lake be your uh, bath, you know, just uh, water yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: Well, I figured. It's like, I'll oh, water ski in the morning. <laughs> the that'll be right, right up. Be clean.
2: <laughs> oh, Tuffy, what a, what a story. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought I thought you yeah. would appreciate that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, a good
2: one. <laughs> a lot of people would never mention that to anyone. And you told it on a I Yeah, I
1: mean, it. Mm-hmm. It uh if it had been like I messed up somehow and it was embarrassing, but it's like I don't know, there's it just came out. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs>
4: uh, I gotta say I'm feeling pretty proud now that I've pooped my yes. pants zero times since <laughs> Michael Jackson <done. laughs> Becoming a
2: rarer, rarer thing, I
3: guess.
2: Uh, yeah. Hand out the medals. <laughs> All right. Well well thank you for that, Tuffy. Yeah, that's not really what I expected oh, yeah. when you said you had a story to share, but it was uh very entertaining, so thank you. Uh Jack, uh, can you top that?
4: <laughs> no, I, I got nothing.
2: <laughs> I've been saving all my poop for the toilet like a sucker. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, what better way to lead into the Golden Quesadilla Awards because if you eat too many quesadillas... <laughs> Sure that'll, is that has that yeah well, Jank, you know it hasn't. Oh yeah, see,
4: but yeah. You know, I mean, oh, everything. there were definitely some close calls after the movies for sure. It um, <laughs> was a lot of racing home. So it was a good forty-five minutes to get to that movie theater. So yeah, wow. You'd eat a bunch Dang. of quesadillas and those of uh, pretzel bites, and you, yeah, the
2: clock was <laughs> ticking by the time the movie ended. <laughs> But I always made it successfully. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. But, yeah, it's time we give out our Golden Quesadilla Awards they're, uh, to the movies. We we take a look back at all the movies we watched this year, and we honor the best and the brightest. And they're named the Golden Quesadillas because Jack used to get a beef quesadilla every time he went to the movies. Yep. Until right?
4: they got rid of it. Yeah. Bastards. Yep.
2: Now, I, I will say the Academy was uh, benefited greatly by the works of Tuffy. And Jank, mm-hmm. but especially Tuffy. Because, yeah. Tuffy, tell the kids about this database you're keeping.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Well, I just got like a Google Sheets, you know, spreadsheet sort of thing. You just put down the movie, yeah. you put down the it's, quotes that come to mind, whatever ladies got naked in that one.
2: Yeah, it's way more involved than that. Like, Jank, did you check out that whole database thing he's got? Yeah, sure did. Yeah, because he's got he's got like movie. He's got what uh, each of us rated it. Then he's got the average score. Then he's got like uh, best of the or naked ladies. Anyone gets naked, uh, what the f scenes? Like every category, he pretty much has a thing for it. He even has a, a Sybil Danning category. So, like, there'll be a no <laughs> next to movies if he's a Sybil Danning. <laughs>
3: he
2: has a monkey category, like a no for no monkeys. And uh, I will take uh, I was offended, Tuffy, that you had uh, one at the very far end, the right side of the database. You had Worst Actor. And yeah. uh, you had Peter Falk in there. <laughs>
4: Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that movie. <laughs> I just knew that's that's outrageous. It was not a good movie, but it wasn't his fault.
2: Uh, the chief detective is what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the film. But, uh, yeah, taking a shot of Peter Falk, I did not appreciate that. Uh, but, yeah, Tuffy <laughs> banner work with, uh, you know, that database because it did come in handy. Do you have it in front? Well, of I just Tuffy? know. Uh, yeah. Maybe let's uh, take a moment. To go over all the, uh, just name the movies, just run through the titles of the movies, because we watched like, what, 50 movies this year? Uh, yeah. Because when did we do it last yeah. year? 52, maybe? <laughs> did we do it? uh are we, are we exactly. Yeah, right it was before?
1: like the week before. Uh, I think we're 53 weeks in, but we might have missed okay. a few. There you go.
2: So let's see, Jack. How many of these movies we can actually identify? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I
1: read back through these sometimes. And yeah. Like, what the hell was that?
2: There were like so, there was one yeah. uh, for Evil Tunes. Um, you had like a memorable scene. Roxanne tries to open the wine bottle. And yeah. You also had it listed in a what the fuck scene, but I had no recollection of that whatsoever. Like, do you she know what,
1: basically fucking the bottle, trying to open it? Oh in yeah. My memory.
2: I don't remember that at all. So that's a shame, but all right, Tuffy. Yeah, read through real quick.
1: Uh, The movies. Yeah, so we started with Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Yeah,
2: I remember that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hard Hunted, Sedaris.
2: Sedaris. Yeah.
1: Evil Tunes.
2: Yep, that was a good one.
1: Uh, The Cheap Detective.
2: Yeah, Peter (laughs) Falk.
1: Yeah. Turbo Kid. We forgot about that one. Turbo Kid. uh,
2: That was Jack's beloved movie. There, he loved that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I did not see that one. Uh, humanoids from the deep. That was a great one. Well, the beginning yeah. of it was bad. We I mean, had a the great, like, great. last 20 minutes yeah, or so, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Savage Dawn. That was a good one. Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping around like a monkey. Uh, Death Spa. Yeah, Death Spa yeah. is very similar to
2: Killer Workout, but different. Yep. Was,
1: uh... <laughs> yeah. It's like a ghost involved. Yeah. Uh and then we went eight for August with MVP. Oh, yes. zombies, Jacma <laughs> and uh Sheena. What a great month that was. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately that is all of the monkey movies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Except for
4: Blood Monkey, but no one wants to watch that. No. Yeah. Or if we ever we put all their effort in the title
1: title two that has the sound synced correctly.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Uh Microwave Massacre.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: Me and Larry's yeah. beloved movie.
2: Yeah.
4: You and Miles uh, just don't get it.
2: No, no. We do
0: not. They're playing with fire. Sybil Danning. Fit to Kill Cedric. Uh
1: Virgin High.
2: Yeah, that was bad. That Ones was across a, the board. Yeah, that was
1: rough. <laughs>
3: that was, yeah. yeah, was god
1: awful. Ever film. Uh no. I, I don't know. know. A couple no. got zeros. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Deadly Xmas, that I can't okay. believe you got anything. <laughs> uh Rawhead Rex.
3: That yeah. was weird. Yeah, planet. Remember yeah. he's supposed
1: to look like a penis, but they changed
4: it and it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like a troll or something. That was dumb.
1: Uh Slumber Party Massacre Two.
2: That was yeah. bad.
1: Not that as good as like the good first idea. one at all. Remember that was know?
2: the like the Andrew Dice Clay looking guy with the guitar? Yeah, with the guitar that had the drill on the end of it. Yeah. And he like
4: that. came out and did a song number. Yeah, that was that was weird. I did not enjoy that yeah. one.
1: Uh we must have done a horror thing for October because so we had Tales of Halloween next. Mm-hmm. That was that was
2: like the anthology. There's a couple of good stories yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh
1: Nightmare Weekend. I don't know, yeah. not remember that at all.
2: That was the one
4: with the silver balls going in people's mouths. Oh, that little puppet. Oh, yeah. 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 Tuffy loved that little puppet. Yeah. (laughs) He was, like, hooked into NATO and shit, that little puppet.
2: (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, I'm getting a call from the Academy. I think think there's going to be some adjustments made. But all right, keep going, Tuffy. Uh,
1: The Burning? Don't know what that was. Yeah. Yeah. That was that,
4: it's a uh, Friday the 13th type, uh, movie about like the cropsy guy who got his face all burned and then was killing kids at, uh, summer camp.
2: Jason Alexander was in it.
4: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, let me come back to Cave Girl. Yeah. That movie's tough. Yeah. That. It was not... <laughs> the girl Cave was girl. cute. Yeah. The
3: girl
0: yeah. was cute. Yep.
4: Liked
1: her. Yeah. It had that synthy song that Jenk liked. Oh, yeah. Syntheside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and we go Turkey Shoot. That was actually a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
4: don't want to spoil it, but that got my vote for best film.
2: Yeah. because <laughs> no, It's actually like a legit movie. Stuff. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not really what we do here on this show. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't know yeah, that. It at was a
4: weird low budget Australian movie. Like, it's not exactly like mainstream fare. But it was like really yeah. well
2: written and acted. You had like actual stars in it. Olivia Hussey was in it. And so, uh,
1: yeah, I don't know who that is.
2: Yeah. It was Juliet.
1: Romeo and Juliet. Sure. Yeah,
4: I
2: think you're reaching calling uh, your star. <laughs> Enemy
1: Gold back to Sedaris.
2: Yeah, that was the weakest Sedaris in my estimation
1: that uh, Sus- yeah, had Susie Simpson so, in it. So. Yeah, she was hurt. great,
2: but it was Christian Sedaris, and there was way too many dudes. Remember, you had like three dudes and just Susie Simpson. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even Buff Bagwell. <laughs>
0: uh, the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. That was a good uh, one. All like- yeah, Sat- Saturn
1: 3. Uh, not Kirk- a popular one.
2: Kirk Douglas, Farrah Fawcett. Harvey Keitel, the ribbit, yeah. Remember, we get to see Kirk Douglas's bare ass, yeah,
1: a lot of it.
2: But you also get to see Farrah Fawcett uh, briefly, thought half
1: nude. Yeah, yeah.
2: one boob, bosom. Yeah, her right bosom. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Christmas
2: see evil, Harvey Keitel, but hear his voice. Harvey Keitel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Christmas evil. What did we give that yeah. ratings wise?
1: Uh, sevens. Okay, yeah, we that was the other picks. one.
2: I was thinking of Deadly Xmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Evil is the guy. Like at the end, he flies away in the sled.
0: He is mm-hmm. could be. No yeah.
2: That was a good. That was a good movie. Yeah. Don't remember it at all.
4: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, yeah, uh, Jack- I nominated somebody from that movie for best actor. So we'll see. <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll <have> to see. <laughs> Jack Frost. Jack Frost was
1: very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember it, and I gave it a four. You guys both uh, gave it an eight.
3: Yeah, it was,
1: it was just a
2: classic terrible movie.
1: Yeah, uh, Deadly Xmas.
2: Yeah, what did we give that? Because that was awful.
1: Yeah, it's got ones be close.
2: across
0: the board again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> New Year's Evil. Uh, Pinky yes,
2: Tuscanera was like the DJ and her husband was coming to kill her and stuff. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like her was son, I
4: think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you thought it was the, the, no, it what... was, was it the son? Yeah, the husband was, was like not around.
4: The so you, they were trying to make it, make you think it was him, but it was really the son. Cause she was never paying attention to him because she was always, you know, being a DJ and stuff.
2: Yeah. I can't even remember. Can't even yeah. remember.
1: Yeah. That's how good it was. Uh, and then we skipped a week. We were supposed to watch Tammy and the T-Rex, which we never did.
0: Yes.
2: I can't remember what happened that week, but,
1: uh, something with, uh, I think had something that week came up. Yeah. But I might have yeah, the, I watched the first half hour of that <laughs> and,
0: uh, it was a good half hour. Yeah. We, we, we never, that if we're still yeah, doing we, movies.
2: we never went back to it. That's a shame. Uh,
1: surf Nazis must die. That had
2: its moments, brief moments, but, yeah. I never went back to watch yeah. that because
1: you guys trashed it pretty hard. Yeah, so.
2: I wouldn't bother. Was like, what <laughs> did we give it, Tuffy? I, I seem to recall like a four or five, maybe. Uh,
1: threes. All threes. You, mean and Miles, or you, me, and Larry. Three across the board. Uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, that was a beauty.
3: Yeah. Was it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Toxic Avenger Part Two. That was awful. I loved it. You guys hated it. Yeah. yeah. Evils of the Night.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's the that like one. the that aliens. Fun.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, Julie Newmar and yes. uh, Ginger from Gilligan's yes, yes, Island. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, the Dallas Connection. Yeah, Christian Sedaris. Yeah Yeah. Uh, ugh, Jimmy the Kid, <laughs> Gary
2: Coleman, the Don Adams. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that was tough.
1: Uh, then we bagged the show again for a week.
2: I, I may have been when my computer broke. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that sounds know. right.
4: Uh, Twisted Pair, Neil Breen. Yeah, Neil Breen.
0: Yeah, not as good as the other one uh, we watched. No, no. Yeah. Snapdragon? Pamela Ooh, Anderson. That's right,
2: Pamela Anderson.
1: <laughs> yeah, the confusing ass ending.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Killer Workout.
2: Yeah, now it's similar to Death spa, but uh, Death Ball is like a haunted spa murdering people. Here it was a lady who got burned. Remember her, her burned off boobs?
0: Uh, <laughs> sure. And yep. Yeah, she showed those.
2: And she was murdering everybody.
1: Uh the people under the stairs? I okay, I wasn't there for that one.
4: You weren't here, that was me, uh, Del and Larry. Yeah. It Larry. was okay.
2: It started out good and then became home alone, remember?
3: Yeah. Yeah. All fives. It, uh, so
4: that sounds about right. It was pretty strange that he got out like in the one hour mark and then there's still like another hour of the movie. It's like, well, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the pacing of this film. It's it's kind of like
1: return to Savage Beach. You think the movie's over, and there's still <laughs> half an hour to go somehow.
3: Yeah.
1: Body Slam. The rest of the movie is great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not at all.
2: Dirk Benedict. (laughs) Rowdy Roddy Piper. a Tonga Kid.
0: Let me watch something called Night Game with Miles.
1: Any recollection, Mike? Though
2: <laughs> Roy Scheider has yeah, uh, I remember that former minor league baseball player. He's trying to hunt down a serial killer who only murders when a certain pitcher um, wins a game. Yeah, <laughs> he's dating the girl of the uh the daughter of the lady
4: he used to date in high school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Roy Scheider, know.
2: fifty years old, dating his yeah. twenty five year old girl.
1: <laughs> That's right. I <laughs> forgot about that one. Uh uh Reform school girls.
2: That was yeah. promising, but it didn't really live up to expectations. Yeah, it, was, it didn't
1: pay off on the civil not. banning that it promised. No, it
2: did not. She was in there for like one <laughs> minute and fully clothed.
0: Uh, Maniac Cop. That was good. Yeah, that was fun.
1: Day of the Warrior. More Sedaris. Yep, Sedaris. Uh, Chompy and the Girls. I think the uh, most surprisingly good movie. that I've I would watched. agree with that. I would agree. Yeah. Plus, it's got uh, best actress Christy St. John with the double darts <laughs> we'll have to see the yeah. Academy agrees <laughs> <laughs> uh, X-Ray with Barbie Benton yeah
2: who I, I was not good but she was no, it? Yeah. yeah I like her no, no complaints
4: yeah, there but the movie itself
1: yeah that's fair uh, The Howling Five
0: that actually was pretty good Like, it wasn't awful. Yeah. For Uh, what it was, it's fine. Would you rather?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, That was pretty good.
1: That was was when Kev was here. Yeah, Kev (laughs) and uh, Pete. Pretty smart. Featuring a young Julie K. Smith.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, Losing it.
0: Shelly Long, Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah. And Star Slammer.
0: Yeah, Star Slammer. Yes. So there you
2: go. Wow, what a walk down memory lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There are your contenders. Now we hand, out, we hand out a bunch of categories here. I don't even know how many categories. Cause, uh, <laughs> we have an audience tonight. <laughs> they're not liking this show, <laughs> Tuffy's champ.
1: Yeah, they're worried what's about what's about to happen here with the academy.
2: Tuffy's dog sitting for his cousins, right, Tuffy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Their kid has a softball tournament or something.
2: So you don't have to worry about kind of nonsense with cats. They're very quiet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, they're just well, worried that Christy St. John's is
4: going to get knocked out of the uh, Best actress <laughs> category for Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible, but you'll find a way.
3: Uh, I mean, the Academy
4: will find a the way. The Academy will find a way.
1: <laughs> All right, well, let's yeah. get into it. I
2: think they heard it was-
1: Zombie Kifo is running as a dark horse and not the favorite for Best Monkey.
2: <laughs> yeah, those are the big categories. The, the, the premier categories are really Best Monkey and Best Naked Lady. Those are really the premier categories. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. we'll, we'll build up to those.
2: Uh, we'll start out with Best Robot. Best Robot.
0: Yeah, and, oh, new category okay. this
2: year. This will be the first one. Yes, I didn't know it was new. I just saw you wrote it down because Cenk also wrote all the categories. In <laughs> so the Academy took that into consideration. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you, Cenk. I just assumed we've been doing Best Robot for a while, but we haven't. Nope. This will be the first <laughs> annual Best Robot Award. All right. <laughs> well, that's pretty good then. Uh, the nominees are Hector from Saturn 3. Those two robot butlers or whatever they were from Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. <laughs> I did enjoy them. They were, like, kind of bickering with each other all the time, and I loved it. Yeah, and Hector from Side of Thrones is this giant robot that – uh yeah, Really wanted to bang Farrah Fawcett. Yes, who doesn't? <laughs> Next up, li- the little robot from Star Slammer, like that little shoebox robot. who Yeah, around. it was like an yeah. RC car type thing that was going around, yeah. Yeah. And then only four nominees for Best Robot, either because, uh, we only had four robots or I forgot how to count. I don't know. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, I think those were the only robots we had. <laughs> I
2: couldn't think of any other ones. Uh, final nominee, Apple from Turbo Kid. Mm-hmm. So those are your nominees wow, for Best Robot. What a
4: character she is. Very high up on my Best Robots top 11. So, <laughs> you
2: know where my heart lies on this one. The winner for Golden Quesadilla for Best Ribbit, Apple from Turbo Kid.
3: She she was
2: a great, she was a great Ribbit. Tuffy's uh, getting mugged right now. (laughs) They're trying to take the poop out of his pan. (laughs) What's going on over there, Tuffy?
1: Uh, I went to see what the dog was barking at, so I stepped outside. I don't know what, uh...
2: uh we're hearing lots of noise. <laughs> lots of noise.
1: <laughs> this
4: is like a found, oh, found audio.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, walking around in the grass. Maybe that's noisy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that was it, but... <laughs> or there's, like, uh, people in the yard across jumping on a trampoline.
2: No, it felt like you were, uh, rough, uh, like, rustling, uh, something. Uh, like, is your microphone like,
3: running around? Is, is huh? your, like, <laughs> that's like
1: a Bluetooth earbud.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. All
1: right. There it stopped. <laughs> it's well, it sounds sounds like you're back. going through a
2: car wash.
1: <laughs> I swear. Sometimes this fucking thing, like the phone wants to stay on the speaker. Yeah. Even we'll, when we'll cl- the earbuds in,
2: we'll clean it up in post. Don't worry. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Hey, speaking of uh, doing uh, work on films afterwards, Best Special Effects. Here we go. Ooh, yeah.
0: So many to choose from. The nominees are Death Spa.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't really remember yeah, some good why. deaths in there. I think someone's head exploded or something, right? Is that why? Yeah, that could
4: have been. I know there was some cool deaths in the spa, like the one girl got like, her hand in the blender. Uh, and like some guy that was in like the food room, and like he got, I think he got killed by an electric eel or something somehow.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of
2: weird, crazy deaths so, going on by I the end. I forgot about there.
3: that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
2: next up, Jack Frost. Hmm. It's a snowman come to life, and he's murdering yep.
4: people. <laughs> Keeps reforming himself, making icicles, and shooting them out. A lot of good stuff there. There was a whole fight where he was fighting with the, the sheriff guy in the vat of antifreeze.
2: <laughs> Next up, Turbo Kid.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. So many great blood effects. Just blood splattering everywhere. <laughs> my favorite was when, like, they would cut people's heads, like, the tops people's
2: heads off. They
4: would just, like, spin around in a circle just spraying blood everywhere.
2: Yeah. Mileage may vary on whether it's you it's like that. been
4: yeah.
1: ripped out by a motorcycle. <laughs>
4: yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like one guy got cut in half and like his half of a body like landed on somebody else like a totem pole.
2: (laughs) Next nominee, Twisted Pair, Neil Breen. Cutting edge Ah. special effects that you can make on your own (laughs) desktop computer. So many explosions
4: that do no damage to
2: the existing
4: structure at all.
2: (laughs) Do you remember when he was flying? Like he'd jump out of a window and he'd like fly? (laughs) Yeah. That's great.
4: I uh, always oh, loved it. He would he would like fly up to the second story, and you see him like kind of just jump to be sitting on top of the railing, and then slowly <laughs> get down.
3: <laughs>
2: and the final nominee for best special effects: yeah. Zombies, Yeah, zombie zoo animals. Yeah, uh,
1: I feel like a lot the of evil shit really got snubbed here, not even getting nominated. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's a Cartoon monster, the whole movie. Yeah. yeah.
4: But I guess when you compare it to, to be uh, fair, he wasn't in that that much. He kind of shows up like midway through, yeah, and is yeah. only in maybe like five minutes of the movie.
2: <laughs> and to be fair, he wasn't exactly Roger Rabbit level special effects. kind of yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a But uh, the winner, Twisted Pair, Neil Breen. <laughs> that's right, Neil Breen strikes again. He gets uh, another uh, Golden Quesadilla. He he won Best Picture one year for Faithful Findings.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be getting that this year. But no, uh, no.
1: <laughs> at least he got special effects. That's something. Now, I'm a little worried. Uh, zombies is going to be nominated and not win <laughs> a lot of awards. Zombies yeah. like the quesadillas.
2: Yeah, zombies. I don't know. It's tough, man. Tough competition. <laughs> All right. Next up, best song. And in the old days, we could play clips of it, but now we can't. Well, I guess I still oh, could if I really they wanted could to. could put them
4: in end post. Yeah,
2: that's not going to happen. So, uh, the nominees. I mean, this is the,
4: I think this is the Friends uh, Memorial Award, basically, because the all-time champion of this whole category was that Friends song from Miami Connection.
3: Oh, yeah. Friends yeah.
4: through eternity, loyalty, honesty, stick together through thick or thin. Well, you know best, what? That's the best song we've ever done.
2: I don't even think that won the year it was nominated. I think I think these awards are a farce. I think Joysticks won. Yeah, no wonder I always get mad at these awards. (laughs) Joysticks was a great
1: song. Yeah, Joysticks was best theme song, and then it turned into best song last year. Period. Yeah. Jesus. That's less. That's less buttons we have to push.
2: Yeah. All right. So uh, the nominees for best song: Another Day in Paradise from Hard Hunted. This is our beloved yeah. Cynthia Brimhall singing this. So this would be my favorite of this bunch, because uh, Cynthia Brimhall singing another name. Yeah.
1: Didn't she win last year, Tuffy, for best song? Uh, no. Corinne Alphen won oh. for Do It to You in spring break.
2: Yeah, that lady was so good looking.
3: Yeah.
2: Sorry. Hey, this, this next one. Keep your paws off my dog, Jimmy the Kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even remember that one. That one was Dog Fit. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, uh, Gary Coleman plays Jimmy the Kid there, and his parents are like a stage show. They're singers on stage, and he oh. walks in to see him. Oh, movie, yeah. And they're saying, Keep your paws off my dog is the name of the song. It's amazing. I uh, blocked right. that out of my memory. Next up from Killer Workout Only You Tonight. Oh yeah.
4: This this movie had two amazing songs that again is probably pretty much why I picked this movie was because I
2: love those songs. There's two two amazing songs on the soundtrack. The next nominee, Woman on Fire, Killer Workout.
4: And what makes these songs even better is the fact that they're playing over, you know, a lot of 80s aerobics which <laughs> is <just laughs> nothing but hot chicks. <laughs>
2: And the final nominee for Best Song, Playing With Fire, from their Playing With Fire. Stibble Danning movie. Yeah. And so, there you go. Uh, the nominees for Best Song, and the winner of the Golden Quesadilla is... Only You Tonight, Killer Workout. Yay! Yeah. I know I'm happy. Why don't you <laughs> sing some for us, Jen? because we don't remember <laughs> this at all. Only You Tonight! <laughs> <laughs> Your One Desire.
1: (laughs) Very good. yeah. Classic 80s. I'm worried Jank was going to be upset because there was no Tokyo Convertible and no Syntheside in the list of nominees. (laughs) That's true. I don't know. (laughs) Those were snubs. What was Tokyo Convertible? Uh, That was a song from Slumber Party Massacre 2. If I remember right, Jank looked it up. They played that one in the garage. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember.
4: Alright. No, that's what they were listening to in the car. They're like, oh, check this out. Tokyo convertible.
2: Yeah, the academy, they figured they'd do with Janks pick because, you know, he likes music. So throw him a bone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Was, I, I love like monkeys. So... In <laughs> yes, but I love monkeys. So there's a difference.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, next up, best movie poster. Uh, Death Spa. Evils of the Night. MVP, mm-hmm. Most Valuable MVP. Primate, Tells <laughs> uh. of Halloween, and Star Slammer. I guess we should describe the posters because it is an audio yeah. podcast. Uh, the Death Spa poster It shows like a lady in aerobics outfit riding an exercise bike, but she has a skull face. And mm-hmm. there's someone being murdered by an exercise machine behind her. And, yeah, like
4: one of those weights. I think, right?
2: Yeah, and in Evils of the Night, there is a very buxom young lass chained to the ground, and she's, like, looking up at a spaceship up above her, just screaming, you know, so that's always classic. MVP, of course, is Jack, superstar hockey player for the Nuggets, and uh, he's in all his glory on the ice. That's pretty awesome. Pretty Mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, Tales of Halloween, it's like an autumn tree. Like, all with all the leaves off the tree branches, but the branches, like, the shape of it is, like, uh, if you look, oh, it's like a skull. Yeah.
4: Pretty, pretty good. good.
2: And then Star Slammer, just uh, we watched last week. Now, there's a couple different posters for Star Slammer. There's one where there's a lady with a chain around her neck. That's fine. But the one I like, it's uh, kind of like an old Atari game cover.
3: It's, uh, <laughs> yes,
2: I can see that. It's pretty great. I did look that one up last week. Yeah, that's kind of what it
4: looks like. It's very animated.
2: Yeah, so yeah. those are the nominees. The winner for Best Poster, Evils of the Night. It's tough to <laughs> go against a buxom lady on a poster, so, yeah, Evils of the Night wins. Congratulations, Evils of the Night. That's yeah. a movie that I really, uh you don't think too often about, but there was some good stuff in there.
4: Yeah. Oh, man, there was some good scenes, for sure.
2: Hey, speaking of good scenes, the next category, Best Scene. Oh, We'll see if Evils of the Night can make it the list. Yeah, the, uh, first nominee, Death of the Inflatable Guy, Dallas Connection. <laughs> <Yeah. It is.
3: laughs> this was amazing.
2: Jack, would you like to explain this?
4: Uh, so earlier on in the movie, you see this one, uh, scientist guy. They're, they're assassinating, I think, a bunch of different scientists, but one of them is like, uh, he's driving away in a Jeep and, uh, you see his Jeep blow up. At one point, and you're like, oh, they got him, he's dead. But he turns up to be alive later on in the movie. And, uh, they reveal his secret way of getting out of his, you know, imminent death there was, uh, he, he got out of the car and then slowly inflated like a blow up doll of a man <laughs> in his place in the driver's seat. And nobody noticed, even though there was like a hitman watching this from like, 50 yards away, uh, did not notice the difference, and just blew it up, and this guy
5: got
2: away scot-free. It was pretty great looking. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. The next nominee, the tool-throwing scene from Evils of the Night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's there's this old guy, and he's trying to to chase down these uh, ladies in, like, a workshop. All right? And the lady is picking up a uh, hammer and a wrench and all these tools, and she's just chucking them at him. And this old guy's just swatting them away. Like he's swatting away flies, just knocking away these tolls. But the great thing about it is they do the exact same sequence twice. <laughs> yep. Like a few minutes apart. Like it's not the same thing. They do it twice. It keeps getting funnier. Uh, <laughs> it really is amazing.
4: Yeah. And it was uh, so good because, like, she's not throwing them at all. Like, how you're, don't you want to hurt this guy? Like, you're, like, limp
3: wrist. Yeah, kind yeah.
2: of his, eh. <laughs> like, that's not going to do anything. Uh, next nominee, fight by the pool and killer workout. I don't even really remember this, but you guys oh. seem to be big fans of it. So, I include it. Yeah. You. Tuffy. Mm-hmm. I think you did the breakdown this
4: one last time.
2: <laughs> oh, really? This was, uh, remember,
4: <laughs> like, no your next time. And like the, uh, the gym owner lady, she was in the pool and, uh, like basically some guy was watching her. And then the other guy who normally like stalks her shows up and is like, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so they get in a fight outside at night by the pool. And, uh, there's a lot of cool shit going on here. Eventually one of them grabs like a rake and like stabs in the other one in the leg. And, uh, and there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of rake play going on. It was, uh, it was a very fun fight.
2: Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Like somebody uh, hit someone with a garbage can. It was, it was pretty great. Next up, Japanese bathhouse fight scene, Toxic Avenger 2. This has a lot going for it, this scene, because uh, uh, it takes place in the Japanese bathhouse. And there's lots of Japanese uh, ladies who are naked in this scene. Yeah. So, uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. And then, like, a guy gets uh, cooked in a hot tub, right?
4: Yeah. yeah, and he throws in, like, some
2: vegetables in there <laughs> into the stir fry. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how you guys hate that movie. Um, and the final nominee for Best Scene, the couch fight with the painting, Twisted Pair.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Again, this is Neil Breen. He and his lady friend are getting into a fight on the couch, and there's a painting sitting on the couch. And at some point, she picks it up and hits him over the head with it, right? But uh, <laughs> Yep.
4: But the the best part is that he, he looks like he's there to rape her. uh But th- they set up a whole thing earlier where they just walked by each other like at this college campus. And he was like, Oh, hey, you're gonna meet me at eight o'clock? Are you pretty late. And she's like, Uh why are you talking to me, you creep? And just walks away. So it's like, Okay, these people are strangers. And for some reason, he thinks she's gonna just meet him up later. But then he comes into the house later. And after she doesn't show up, and he's like, You were supposed to meet me at nine, bitch. And he starts <laughs> like, trying to, like beat her and try to rape her. But then it's like, Oh, no. She's like, Oh, your mother called. You should call her back.
2: Yeah. Why so, were well, they doing all
4: of this? Who was hey. it all
2: for? They get they they like to have the uh, the thrill of the uh, role play, you know. Yeah. Like Feeney and his girlfriend, remember? They used, yeah. they, to, but they go know?
4: like one it's step beyond. Like her. we gotta we gotta fool people in public to think that you know we don't know each other. <laughs> but then, it's not so it, there know? it is.
2: The winner of the Golden quesadilla for best scene. Uh, this is a tough call, but uh, I, I think the tool throwing scene from Evils of the Night. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even argue with that. It was very funny. <laughs> that was pretty great. Uh, look, look at evils of the night. Two wins in a row. Yeah, two in a row. Who yeah. oh, would have thought? Yeah. All right. Next, the best quote. I'm beta. Your VHS death spa. <laughs> yep. This so was, was I'm just some. R- sure what that means? This is just some random dude. Uh, they're working. He's working out at the beginning of the movie, like uh, the main ladies walking through and i think you just overhear them having a conversation about picking up ladies or something and
0: or he's hitting on a lady she wanted
4: to go out with him but he's like i'm beta you're vhs yeah we're kind of assuming maybe he's gay that's what he was saying (laughs) but it's unclear
2: next up we were never lovers i faked that orgasm donna from (laughs) hard hunted (laughs) that was so great yeah, yeah. Uh, all right so she's on a beach uh with this fella and it looks like they're falling in love they have the sex you know but then like the next day she finds out that he's an evil spy or something so she, well, she has had a, amnesia oh Remember that was the plot
4: point right. where she she was having sex yeah. with him while she didn't know who she was and then she got her memory back and she's like oh we
2: were never lovers i faked that organ <laughs> and she's doing this at gunpoint she has him held at gunpoint when she's saying this too. <laughs> like she's about to murder him uh the next nominee yeah. for best quotes Want to see my woodpecker? Humanoids from the deep. This was the ventriloquist dummy in Humanoids from the deep. He yeah. was trying to seduce a lady. <laughs> he says, would you like to see my woodpecker?
1: <laughs> there was no reason for the ventriloquist dummy to be there either, just to be clear. <laughs> oh, we'll get back to that well, in was turning yeah.
2: her on, yeah. She was, she was way into it. <laughs> the next nominee, yes, you have a nice body. May I use it? Saturn 3. I think, was this Harvey Keitel that said this? To Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. 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 She was a and the final nominee for best quote. What's that, Kifo? You want more tea? Little girl. Yeah. Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Little girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember her name. <laughs> Little girl. Yeah, zombies. No, yeah. <laughs> What's that, Kifo? You want more tea? Yeah. All right. Uh, the winner for best quote. We Were Never Lovers, I Faked That Orgasm, Donna Hard-Hunted. Uh, anytime we can give Donna an award, we're going to give Donna an award. So there you go. Oh, well, the horse face category. How oh, dare up you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. But oh. I, I think that was the best line delivery of all. That was so good. When she... Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I'm not going to be mad about this one.
3: <laughs>
2: all right, well, category you can all get mad about. Best monkey. This is going to be tough. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. I mean,
0: there's one Uh, winner,
1: and there's... Even (laughs) I know there's one winner here,
0: Uh, even though it's not my
1: favorite monkey.
2: (laughs) We we only have four nominees here in this category for Best Monkey. Jack from MVP. Mm -hmm. Monkey with Grenade from Sheena. That was a
3: great one. It was pretty great, yeah.
4: (laughs) Very short screen time, but memorable.
2: Shockma from Shockma. People's champ. Yeah.
0: Played by Typhoon. <laughs> and Zombie Kifo from Zombies, Man, what a category this is. Yeah. <laughs> this call might be over real quick here, Mike. This Del. is
3: very difficult. <laughs> yep. is
1: very
3: it's difficult. not
1: that difficult. I it's mean, one
4: of these we were talking about making T-shirts for. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult, but. The Academy says that the golden quesadilla goes to, oh my God, have mercy on our souls, Chakma. Hey. Oh, God. All right. Whew. I'm sweating. Oh, the Academy <laughs> has a little asterisk here on the envelope. He says, uh, technically, Jack is a chimpanzee, not a monkey, so he cannot win this award. <laughs> oh, Jack. We're sorry, buddy. You're not uh, a monkey, technically.
1: He also can't win it because he's not the best monkey. Chakma is. <laughs> oh,
2: so you like Shockma. I thought you wanted Zaquifo.
1: I recognize that Shockma is the best monkey. My favorite oh. monkey is Zaquifo. Oh,
2: so. see, I thought you were going to be mad if we didn't pick Zombie
1: Kifo, but all yeah. right. No, I was going to be furious if you picked Jack because he <laughs> plays hockey. <laughs> uh,
2: for those who don't remember Shockma, he's a bad. That's right. I, I he, thought that was good. He couldn't open a door, uh, he was a murderous <laughs> baboon, but he couldn't open a door. Was, uh, and was he strange. was
4: mad about it.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. All right, so now best actor. Get ready. The nominees oh, this are. Was,
1: uh, this is going to be another bad one.
2: Gary Coleman, Jimmy the Kid. Wow. What, he, how many nominees does Gary Coleman have over the years? He is so good. <laughs>
4: uh, well, I'm only writing one you a letter, letter once right now written in my own blood. <laughs>
2: It just says, die, Mike Dowd, die. <laughs> Moss Garcia, Christmas Evil. Yeah, there we go.
4: Yeah. Moss Garcia, he had the right idea. He's Giant, just sitting there looking at porn <laughs> books. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> kid. He's like
2: eight years old. He's a little smart-ass <laughs> eight-year-old Um who was way into porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> Lance Hendrickson, Savage Dawn. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, spry. That little puppet from Nightmare Weekend.
3: (laughs) He was at the Academy.
2: I wonder who he replaced. Uh, The (laughs) Academy texted me. Make sure you get that little (laughs) puppet in there. So I had to add him to the list. That guy was great. Uh. And the final nominee for Best Actor. Jack from MVP, he's back as best actor. All
3: right,
4: Jack. Oh, oh my God, the fix is the, in. Uh, the winner, oh.
3: the winner Chimps for best actor. Actors. Jack, from Don MVP. Adams. Yeah, Jack.
2: Don
1: Adams not even getting nominated.
2: <laughs> no, Don Adams. Although I believe Peter Falk was replaced by the little puppet from Nightmare late- Weekend. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Congratulations, Jack. Boy, this is a tough run for Gary Coleman. He lost to a puppet and a monkey two years running now.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uncle Impey won last year, right? Oh Yeah.
1: But the
2: uh, first year, didn't Gary Coleman win for the Fantastic World of DC Collins?
1: Yeah, that is correct.
2: I think he was nominated like four times that year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Jack. Uh, everyone can go home happy now. Jack won that. <laughs> Golden Quesadilla. Because <laughs> all I'm feeling is murderous rage. <laughs> but see, I think it's a nice nice way. Shockma gets best monkey, Jack gets best actor. <laughs> Everyone's happy.
1: It <laughs> works out. As long as Gary Coleman's not winning, I'm happy. <laughs> all right. Next category, best actress.
2: Olivia Hussey, turkey shoot. Laurence LeBouf, turbo kid. She was an uh, apple. The robot, right? Yeah. yeah. Tanya Roberts, Sheena. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Christy St. John, Chompy and the Girls.
3: Yeah, hell yeah. yeah.
2: I'm with Tuffy on this one. Cindy Ann Thompson, Cave Girl. Those are your nominees. And the Golden Quesadilla goes to. Christy St. John, Chompy and the Girls.
3: Woo!
2: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty she did great. It. She smoked her way to the top. Yeah, Tuffy, remind everybody why uh, you love Christy St. John.
1: Uh, well, there's a scene where she's sitting at her computer, I think, typing away, and she's got an ashtray with some darts burning there, and she pulls up two darts and just burning away, double darts.
2: Yeah, two darts at once. It's amazing. Yeah. But she was, like, legit a good actress. Like she was yes. Really good. Yeah. She's she wasn't as good of an actress as Jack was an actor, but she was very good. Uh, <laughs> um. Jack made me believe he was playing hockey. So. Christy
1: St. John made me believe she wanted to climb in Chompy's mouth.
4: I mean, Jack was played by three different chimps, so... Oh, I don't that is think true. Like all right. A solid performance <laughs> if they could all interchangeably <laughs> do the same
2: thing. All right. All right. You may have caught me there. <laughs> that is a... But in my mind, he's just Jack. Congratulations, Jack. I did have a... Fa- now that you mentioned it, I did have a favorite Jack. I could tell which one guy I liked best. <laughs> you know, I like my favorite Jack. All right. Next category, best civil Danning. And the nominees are Sandy Brook, Star Slammer. What? <laughs> she, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, if you squint, she kind of looked like Sybil Danning. Uh, yeah. Sybil Danning, Playing With Fire, and Sybil Danning, Reform School Girls. And the winner is Sybil Danning, Playing With Fire. She looked awesome in Playing With Fire. So. Yeah. when you, Sybil Danning. Give it up for that. Next up, uh, Best Death Scene... The Academy has also just uh sent me another little text here about this best death scene. Hmm. Yeah, we got to make some adjustments here. Cuz the Academy remembered a death that should at least be nominated. Hmm. <laughs> who gets who gets eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wow. This category has 6 nominees. Oh, all right. <laughs> Keeping it interesting. Yeah. So, uh, all right. The nominees are A Rattlesnake Used as a Weapon in Savage Dawn. There, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was like a duel going on, right? Two guys fighting. And someone picked up a rattlesnake and tried to kill him. Yeah, I think Lance Hendrickson yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. I
0: think so. Intestines Tied to Bicycle Turbo Kid. Oh, yeah. This is, I think, my favorite werewolf guy cut in half turkey shoot
2: yeah he, uh, he got hit by like that a werewolf
4: guy yeah he was my favorite part as soon as that guy showed up i was like this is the best movie i've ever seen in my life there's just a random werewolf guy
2: <laughs> uh killer carrying sheet down the hall and x-ray this this was amazing like do you remember this that nurse was walking down the hall and there's just a guy coming out <laughs> yeah. of the sheet and she is terrified. She doesn't know he's a killer. But there's just a guy carrying a sheet and she is, uh, she tries to run away and he grabs her ass. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Mike L beaten by Kifo. Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy who looks exactly like Mike L in Zombies and Kifo yep. beats the fuck out of him. So yeah, not good. And, uh, the final nominee, Shockma. Shockma. Remember, he jumped into the furnace, the incinerator. He put up the
0: mirror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he tricked yeah. Him. Jumped yeah. right in. Tricked poor Shockma. Yeah, this is tough. Best death scene. The golden quesadilla goes to Shockma going
2: into the incinerator. It was the most powerful death scene. It brought tears to everybody's eyes. <laughs> it was moving. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, I mean, come on. Shockma jumping into an incinerator. It's just awful. It's just awful. All right, so there you go. The um, Turbo Kid almost won, Jank, but then Shockma came in, so it's tough. But what can you do? Damn. All right. A writing vote, writing candidate. Best what the fuck moment ventriloquist dummy sex scene, humanoids from the deep. So there's a tent on the beach, and there's a lady and a fella. They're going to have sex. And the lady was smoking
0: hoppa. Really good-looking lady. And (laughs) for some reason, the guy is seducing her with the ventriloquist dummy. Very bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, as you do.
4: (laughs) I mean, if only I could throw my voice, I'd be doing that right now.
2: And it's not like earlier in the film, we've seen this guy and he hasn't been like that was just that came out of completely a, out of the blue, right? That was just. Yeah. Like, random ventriloquist dummy trying to have sex with a lady. Uh, the next nominee, snowman rape scene and Jack Frost. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a weird one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: carrot up by his nose and then all of a sudden, oh, where'd the carrot go?
2: <laughs> and he's just slamming this poor lady into the wall of the sh- of the bath of the shower there. What is going yeah. on? Rawhead Rex peeing on that priest guy. Rawhead Rex.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Rawhead yeah. Rex is like this demon who comes out of the earth and there's this priest and uh the verger. Yeah, the verger. And uh Ooh. for some reason Rawhead Rex just pees right on his forehead, right? <laughs> well, this guy's looking for it. He wants it. Yeah. Very strange. He requests it. The flamingos attacking the helicopter in Sheena. Yeah. That oh, that's it. right. Forgot about that.
1: That was really something.
2: Oh, all these flamingos come to Sheena's aid. They take down a helicopter. And the final nominee, little girl slaughters koala bear with baseball bat, Zimby.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. I think that only suffers because uh, you didn't really see
4: it,
1: right? Like, she, yeah. it just cuts back. Yeah. No, you it just kind of catch the aftermath.
2: Yeah, it's implied. Yeah. You see this girl. She's all bloody. She's holding a baseball bat, and then there's a lump of hamburger on the ground. And <laughs> that was the koala <laughs> oh, um, That's right. Not like, skin. It didn't even look like a koala anymore. It is a pretty great one. But I think uh, the winner for best what-the-fuck moment, ventriloquist dummy sex scene. Humanoids from the deep. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was going on there? <laughs> Like, you've never, you'll never, ever encounter that in any other film in the history of the universe. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. So, uh, Humanoids from the Deep, congratulations. All right, hey, hey, here's the big category. Um, you know, what, let's save it. Let's come back to it. Next up, Best Director. Fred Olin Ray for Evil Tunes. Yeah. Andy Sedaris, Fit to
0: Kill. Robert Vince, MVP. Hugh Parks and Tom Logan, Shakma.
2: Michael Hurz <laughs> and Lloyd Kaufman, Toxic Avenger. And the Golden Quesadilla goes to Fred Ole and Ray Evil Tunes. Hey, I'm glad he found that one. Yeah, he makes a lot he also did Star Slammer this year, I believe. And uh, mm-hmm. he usually has at least two movies in consideration every
4: year. Yeah, so it's about time. It's more of a career achievement award, if anything, at
2: this point. All right, only two categories left. Next up, Best Naked Lady. There it is. This is a tough one. This is quite the uh, group of nominees. First yeah. up, we have uh, Barbie Benton for X-Ray. And oh, if you remember, yeah. uh Puffy Nipples. That's what I remember. Off, Puffy <laughs> yep. uh,
4: very yep. Never forget them.
2: Next up, Monique Gabrielle, Evil Tunes. Another show favorite. She uh, Ooh, is always yeah. in contention.
4: This was an amazing scene where she was just looking at herself in the mirror naked and was like, well, why? Why can't I be pretty like those oh, other yeah. girls?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, what, what's happening here? Uh, next nominee, Elizabeth Caton, Slave Girls Beyond Infinity. Yeah. Tuffy loves Elizabeth Caton.
3: She was great.
2: Susie Simpson, Enemy Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Of the new Sedaris ladies we've gotten this year, she is by far my favorite. Because she, she's super like, cute. And and I believe, I can't remember, ex- but didn't she have real boobs? Like they were small and real? I think so. No. At least they uh, were a very good yeah. boob job. It, they were. Because in the movie we're watching tonight, there is not a real boob in sight. <laughs> no.
1: think <is laughs> No. Not- <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this, that, this is the excess of the 90s tonight. Uh, the final nominee for Best Naked Lady,
2: Julie K. Smith, Pretty Smart. Now, we will be talking about her later. This is a young Julie K. Smith. Uh, she looks smoking hot. And uh, of all the
1: fake boobs, she has good ones. She has good ones. But
2: yeah. All right. No, so
1: the Todd Roberts and a young Pamela Anderson can't even get a Smith yeah.
2: For a <laughs> tanya roberts was considered like she would be the sixth nominee but i mean do you have a complaint about any of those
1: uh i would put both of them over barbie benton i
0: think
2: yeah that's true i guess we could have put her over barbie um, but, uh, all right so there it is the winner is monique gabriel Evil Tense. yeah <laughs> that's the right choice. It, it's kind of like a lifetime achievement award as well because she was in uh, several other films like the previous um, that year too. Yeah, where she looked really good and well. Uh, she also remember she got briefly naked in um, Miracle Beach. Do you remember that at the beginning? Like she was the yes. lady. Yeah, oh, that's
4: right. Yeah,
2: so. Congratulations, Monique Gabriel. Oh, I picked that movie
4: originally, but then I was like, oh, she's only in that one scene.
2: Yeah, it was worth it, though. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for those who don't know Monique Gabriel, she was the foxy lady in uh, Bachelor Party. Like Tom Hanks, they set him up during the Bachelor Party. He's supposed to have sex with her. But he... Uh, yeah, I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah. I need to. There it is, Best Naked Lady. One category left. Best movie. Here it is. The nominees are... Evil Tunes, Fit to Kill, Andy Sedaris. This was the highest rated Sedaris movie we did this year. Hmm. I don't cool. even remember what that one was. Yeah, They all blend together. But this, yeah. was, this was the one where they replaced uh, Pat Morita with James Bond's son, Roger Moore's son. <laughs> yeah. They just magically <laughs> made him Asian. Uh, yeah. But it was a good one. I think this was the first one Julie Strain was in. She was that killer um, going around murdering people. Black Widow. I
4: don't know, or, yeah. I think I like Black Willow. Yeah. I thought
2: I liked Hard Hunted better with actual Pat You, Her- You actually did like Hard Hunted better, uh, yeah. but Tuffy and I, like, overall rating, this was seven. Hard Hunted was seven five, so it was very close. But um. The third nominee for Best Movie, MVP, Most <laughs> Valuable Primate. <laughs> What a film that was. The Citizen Kane of Monkey Pictures. Just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth nominee,
0: Toxic Avenger. Yay. And your final nominee, Turkey Shoot. There yeah. Now I'm yeah, it's, it's tough a tough category, tough category. Here. But the winner for best movie, we're going to go
2: Evil Tunes. Evil Tunes. Oh. over Turkey Shoot. That's fair. Uh, turkey <laughs> Shoot was really good, but again, right. it's like a legit movie. Where Evil Tunes is like more in line with what this show is, you know? I think. Yeah.
1: So, um. Plus, it had David Carradine hanging himself, so that's always. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> if we had a <laughs> best I, meta moment
4: that would win. Although I think that uh, didn't. The Burning had like some weird, like uh, you know, creepy sex stuff, and it was made by Harvey Weinstein, so that was also pretty yeah. good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, get,
2: I think Evil Tunes wasn't Michelle Bauer also in
1: Evil Tunes? So there's a lot. Of, yes, yep. Um, she had a uh, gasoline-powered sex machine of some kind off camera. Yeah, so there's a lot
2: to like about <laughs> Evil Tunes. Um, I, I do remember when you watched it. I was like, "Wow, this is surprisingly fun," because I had a low expectations for it. So, uh, so there it is, the golden case. It is. Wow! Another year in the books. Any jank? Uh, any snubs?
4: Um, I'm sure there are. I don't remember them at this point, but <laughs> yeah. overall, except for all the frequent MVP and Gary Coleman <laughs> odds, um, I was more happy <laughs> than usual at these awards.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, I
4: will
1: I think, sharpen less knives. I think that was the highlight of the show, actually.
2: Uh, Tuffy? <laughs>
1: Uh, Again, both Pamela Anderson and uh, Tanya Roberts being left out of the best naked lady category seems. Uh,
2: I'd be happy put. I had Tanya Roberts in there. She was initially in there, and I took her out and I put her in best actors just to spread it out a bit, you know. But, um, yeah, yeah, because she does get naked. She's like uh, in a little like lagoon, standing there like kind of bathing herself. Uh, So she looked great.
1: Um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, Jack winning Best Actor is a bit of a surprise.
2: That's <laughs> not
1: usually a super competitive category. So yeah, fine. I mean, yeah. who that's gives true. a fuck about Hopefully the guys?
2: If you if you look over the history of this award, you can tell we don't really look at the guys when we're watching these movies. But, um, yeah, we, I mean, there's yes. no
1: Samurai Cop to give it to. There's no Uncle Impey to give it to, so... Oh wait, did the Samurai that Cop guys, guy
2: win cool. it, or did Gary Coleman win it that first no, year? No, Gary Coleman won it that <laughs> year somehow. Yeah, <laughs> that's <God. laughs> what I thought. <laughs> what an injustice. The Fantastic Girl of DC Collins
1: was so good. But that, uh, that's to remind Jack of how bad things could be. So,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is much better.
2: Otherwise I was going to start a hashtag. KCD uh, 2 uh, is too chimp.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, Samurai Cop won best movie the first year. Then faithful findings, yeah. now evil tunes. Um, of those three, I think Samurai Cop's
0: still the best, right? Yeah, and, yeah. I, mean, I haven't seen Fateful Findings yet, but best naked lady, um,
2: Michelle Bauer won one year for uh, uh, Cave Bunny. Matilda May in
1: 2021, and yeah, Matilda and, May. Uh, like uh, Michelle Bauer oh. for Phantom yes. Empire <laughs> last year.
2: Yeah. yeah, Phantom Empire is great. All right, so there it is. Going KCDs. So uh what what do you want to do? You want to quit watching bad movies, Jank? is that what you're telling us? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's worth, you know, at least discussing. Um I don't know. Oh,
4: you, you know what we about could doing either good movies that like you haven't seen uh
2: or TV shows. Yeah, you know a TV show we could do. Check it out. <laughs> 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 yeah. but I but I have another TV show we uh so I quit watching check it out to fall asleep at night now. Thank God. Um, what I'm watching now is on YouTube. I found they have all the episodes of the new WKRP in Cincinnati.
4: What? Oh yeah. yeah. Here, there's a big scandal of brewing. Yeah, there's. I
2: teased this before. Peter Scoops has been uh, doing some digging again. Yeah, I got big news to break about uh, the new WKRP in Cincinnati. All right, so the original WKRP was an amazing show. You two don't even remember it. It was on for four seasons from '78 to '82. Is about a, a small radio station in Cincinnati. Andy Travis comes in to be the new program director. He wants to shake things up. He wants to have this. Uh, they play classical music and stuff on the station, AM, you know. He, they want to bring it in and he wants to play rock and roll, you know. So, jazz uh, music, not under my roof. Yeah, so uh, it, it really throws everything crazy here in uh, this small market. And uh, Dr. Johnny <sighs> Fever, Howard Hessman. He's the, the big disc jockey, uh, Venus Flytrap, played by, uh, Tim Reed. He's the other, the other one. And, uh, see, the dogs love W.A. Therapy; They can't get enough of it. Uh, and of course you had Lonnie Anderson as the secretary, uh, Jan Smithers as Bailey. I love Bailey. Uh, Herb Tarlick, the sales manager who dressed terribly. Les Nesman, the news guy who won, uh, I think eight, uh, Hawkeye, uh, Buckeye news Hawk Awards. A very prestigious honor. Um. Uh, but the show was great. One of the all-time great shows. So then, in like 91, they came back with the new WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh-oh. Yeah, when the I first was first one to get rebooted. It was right to uh, syndication. You know, it wasn't a Uh-oh. network show. Right to syndication. And uh, I remember vaguely as a kid, what I remember is that most of the people weren't back. Uh, Mr. Carlson, the station manager, is back, played by Gordon Jump. The creepy guy who tried to sex up Dudley and Arnold Jackson, you know, in the different Oh, shows. no, in the bike shop? Yeah. 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 He's the station owner. Uh, he's back. Herb Tarlick is back. Les Nessman is back. Everyone else is new. But Lonnie Anderson comes back for the first episode and she's, uh, I think she's appears in two episodes overall. The show is on for two seasons from 91 to 93, 47 episodes total. Howard Hessman becomes like a semi regular in season two. He's on like maybe four or five episodes. He's on a couple in season one. Venus Flytrap comes back to make a guest star in one show. So most of the same people will come back. Bailey never came back, though. Andy Travis never came back. Uh, but the So the original cast members are still great. But all the new cast members, eh, not so much, you know. Oh, French French Stewart is uh, their morning DJ oh, no, no. in season two. He plays this guy named Razor. Is he like 12 years old? No? Yeah. This is 91, you know, or 90. Okay.
4: When
2: was, uh, Third Rock from
4: the Sun, though? That
2: was only like, that was like 98. He didn't seem yeah. that old. Oh yeah, he was old. Yeah. Oh. He just, he just squinted a lot, so you couldn't tell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't see the <laughs> bags under his eyes. But, uh, cause he had a goatee, cause it was the early 90s, he had a goatee and everything, jet black hair. And everything. that was pretty great. Uh, and he's good. Also, Tawny Catane is on it. And she plays their nighttime. We've talked about her before in the show. I don't think you guys know who she is, right? Oh, yeah. From, I know her from America, yeah.
4: People, and obviously the White Snake oh. video, of course.
2: Yeah, that's how she got famous from the White Snake videos. She's smoking hot. And, uh, Tuffy, she was in the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry was having the debate, uh, whether he, he's playing the game of chess between his penis and his brain because, uh, Tawny yeah. was so hot, you know, he wanted to sleep with her, but she was, like, dumb. So he's like, can I have a relationship with her? Um, so, she looks so good. This is prime Tawny Katane in New WKRP. She's smoking hot. Then in, like, season two, they get another uh, hot, foxy receptionist, too. So, the show's very... It's entertaining. It's not a great show, uh, but it's entertaining. It's very solid. Especially if you like the first. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Because when I was a kid, I really didn't watch it that much. Because, you know, most of the cast wasn't there. So, eh, who cares? So, I really don't remember too many episodes. But... So today, when I wake up in the morning, it's playing, you know, because I fall asleep to it. And the episode they're playing, it's called Johnny Goes to Hollywood. And this is Dr. Johnny Fever. Someone wants to make a sitcom about his life. So he goes to Hollywood, they cast the show, and it's basically WKRP in Cincinnati, but as a fake sitcom. All right. And they have actors playing all the parts and everything except Howard Hassman is playing his part and then they fire him because he's too old, they say, but so it's basically a fake sitcom of W. in Cincinnati. Well, when they go out to LA, they meet two people there on the set. One is Burt Reynolds.
0: So they see Burt Reynolds walk around
2: and the other is Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. And they have, they have a little conversation with Jerry Seinfeld. All right. So this episode, Johnny goes to Hollywood aired on February 15th, 1993. It's about Dr. Johnny Fever getting a sitcom about his life and all the other characters on the show are now fa- uh, characters played by actors. they vaguely familiar. Seinfeld, the pilot, where they do the fake Jerry sitcom for NBC, aired May 20th, 1993. So, several months after. Or three months after. <laughs> but Jerry Seinfeld is in that WKRP episode. So what I'm saying is, he stole the idea from the WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Well, like that is crazy. I never knew that.
4: <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess if you make it better, it's just called Tarantinoing
2: it. <laughs> but what? What? That is nuts, Tuffy. You got to be outraged at this. Jerry Seinfeld stealing from WKRP. I mean, I'm fine with it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I am outraged for all of us. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. But hey, uh, if you want to watch the new WKRP, uh, all the episodes are on uh, YouTube. If someone has them on a playlist, you just boom, pop them on.
4: Enjoy yourself. Wait, but the quality too. is amazing.
2: Yeah, it's, it's great because it's like someone recorded them, you know? So every once in a while there'll be like a... A commercial break of, like, an old commercial from the 90s. But, uh, yeah, it's it's entertaining. I'll be watching some more of those tonight. Um, So we could start watching the new WKRP here. We could do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely one thing we could do.
3: Yeah.
4: I was thinking we'd just do, like, two episodes of a new show every week. Just give them a (laughs) tryout. Yeah. Like, check it out. I mean, if you want to pick, check it out, you can pick it, but <laughs> you can't unpick
2: it your next turn and be like, we're watching, check
0: it out again.
2: <laughs> so, uh, we, how, we get, how would we get access to these TV shows? Like, uh, Tubi or, you know, like what, how would we? Uh, well, we all have Peacock. Oh
0: now.
2: yeah. We, we have the Cock. Now the Amazon Prime. And yeah, the Amazon Prime. Uh, you have Hulu, Mike Dell. I do not have the Hulu. Okay. Tubi yeah, has 3D. a lot of- Oh, freebie. Fuck freebie. Uh, Tubi has a <laughs> lot of, uh, actual TV shows on there, though. Yeah, it's true. And
4: YouTube, we got YouTube to fall back on.
2: Yeah. All right. I- I'm willing to do that. Although I really think we need to watch seven. That's it. There's movie seven. <laughs> I mean, we can still do that. We can still, you know,
4: it could have been man. This movie. It looks
2: awesome. It looks awesome. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, I picked the movie this week. So Jack, would that
1: be your turn next week?
4: Uh, I just went last week, so I think it would be toughy. Oh, oh well, Tuffy, you're not going to be here next Ooh. week, are you?
1: Uh, I'll be driving, but I'll be okay. around.
4: All right. Then I guess uh, I would be Tuffy.
2: Tuffy will be driving on his way to poop his pants again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, How do you feel about Battlestar Galactica? The original? <laughs> the remake.
2: Oh. Yeah, I've seen it. I think I didn't we start well, not the whole series, but didn't we start watching it at one point? Because remember, I remember watching it because I had to watch it on some stupid channel where there's commercials every like five minutes. Oh,
0: well,
2: like if you want to watch the original Battlestar Galactica, I'm up for that. Uh, I don't know if that's on. Yeah, it might be on TV. I don't know. Had uh, Dirk Benedict and uh, Lauren Green.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it might be on Peacock, I'm guessing, because I know the new one is on there. I was actually, I watched the uh, the miniseries on there not too long ago.
2: Cock. Here's the part of the show where you Google things.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> our highest rated segment. and uh, It's also the part of the show where I try to spell Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I somehow put a period in it. How did that happen? <laughs> uh, all right, uh, yeah, the Peacock's got the new one.
0: How about nineteen seventy-eight. It's the original. Oh, watch options. Yeah, we got to pay money to watch it. Fuck it. Yeah, that's a no. Okay. Ooh. That's not good.
2: All right, well, we'll figure it out. Tuffy will come up with something.
1: Yeah, I'll find something. Let's not check it out. I can guarantee
0: that.
2: (laughs) All right. All right, well, let's get to the Andy Sedaris film for this week. Uh, Return to Savage Beach is final film. Sadly, he passed away not too long after this, I believe. And uh, this is, I believe there is, I did a top 11 list of Sedaris films, but I think there's actually 12, right? If we include the Christians today yeah. or something. Well, we'll, we'll get cut, I guess. So, <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so you know what? I, I did make a top 12 list, so we're safe. Yeah. It
1: really <laughs> is 11 and a half because this has some a lot of cutaways to Savage Beach.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I did like it because we get to see Donna, you know. I like yeah. it because we got to see Karen. So, uh, return to Savage Beach. This came out in 1998. And uh Malibu Express was 85, so look at that. 13 years he cranked out, uh, well, nine movies, and his son did two. Yeah, that's still pretty
1: good. What a run. What a run.
4: <laughs> I mean, yeah. he probably should have spaced him out a little bit more and come up with some better plots yeah. <laughs> instead of just kind of re-
2: redoing all the same th- things. Last, now, last, like, five or six movies, but... When, when this movie, when I was watching this, I uh, was, you know, in deep conversations with the Academy, so I, I was missing a lot of stuff. I did not keep a boob <laughs> count or a body
1: count. I have a boob count. The body count, I lost track. I got bored because this was a confusing plot, <laughs> even for <Severus>. yeah. <laughs> Uh Here's the
2: description from uh, Internet Movie Database. A stolen computer floppy disk filled with information about the location of a mythical treasure in Savage Island will lure both villains and lethal agents into a dangerous treasure hunt. That was, now, the first Savage Beach, wasn't there, like, uh, treasure on that island, too? Wasn't that why they were there?
0: Yeah. Same yeah. treasure, same island. Okay. So yeah, the gold somehow. You know. Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: so the return, the first Savage Beach, that was Donna. She was at Taryn was gone by then. Nope. She was there. She was there.
0: At yeah, Savage she was Beach. There.
4: Yep. Yeah. You showed her in the flashbacks in this uh, movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she was the one who blew up, uh, Martinez.
1: That's right. Although, yeah. The first ever exploding <laughs> tip crossbow. <laughs> yeah.
2: She was a pioneer. <laughs> oh, that is pretty good. Um, is there anything else in terms of the plot that I, I I couldn't tell you what they were doing? Like this is all I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah,
3: I don't think
1: yeah. uh, Sedaris could tell you what they were doing either. Honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah, the the stars this, of this uh, film. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like these last couple
4: of movies, especially, have just been all tell and not show. And yes,
2: there is a <laughs> there lot is so of much exposition. exposition. At the end of this movie. Like why why show when we can just have someone sit in a chair and explain everything? <laughs> It'll be awesome. So uh the stars of this film, Julie Strain, plays Willow Black. Now Julie Strain started out as a bad lady in these movies and she got murdered several times. Uh, but yeah. now mm-hmm. she's a good lady, you know. She's a good lady these last Yeah, couple. she
1: started out as black widow when she was bad, and then she became black willow when she was good.
2: Willow Black, they have her listed here.
1: Or Willow Black,
3: yeah.
2: yeah. So she's one of your main ladies. The other main lady is Julie K. Smith. She's back as Cobra, and I got to tell you, I, I like this Julie K. Smith. You know, I like the cut yeah. of her jib. You know, she's pretty good. Yeah. And of all the fake boobs, she's got the best ones. So.
1: At least the the most well proportioned.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cause Maybe, uh,
1: that might be Julie Strange because she's very tall, so she doesn't look quite as. Comical as some of the other ladies.
2: Yeah, speaking of which, uh Shea Marks is back as Tiger. Yeah. Enormous Ooh. cartoon
1: boobs. Just enormous <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Looks like she's gonna like fall two over. Zeppelins. <laughs> uh,
2: I think <laughs> we have a new lady yeah. uh new lady this movie, uh Carrie Westcott plays Sophia. Yes. Yeah. She was hot, a blonde, some sort of foreign lady. I don't know. What exactly was her accent? She was doing something. New. Uh
1: I think French? She works for Interpol.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, that would maybe I'm like, unclear. British, yeah. I think. But yeah, it turned very
4: Russian towards the end of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say
2: it sounds Russian at the end there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh also my girl Ava Cadell is back. Uh again she's doing the astrology horoscopes. Yeah. Doesn't give get
4: the, naked in
1: this one. Well she's right? giving
4: out uh secret mission, you know, tips, but yeah. uh doing it under the cover of yeah, making it a horoscope.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: not that
1: it.
4: secret,
2: I would say. Not at all. Yeah, because <laughs> even the bad guys know to listen to it, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she doesn't get naked, but she's in a bathing or bikini pretty much every scene, I believe, she's in. She's in yeah. a bikini, and she looked awesome. Uh,
1: expert engineer, Harry the
2: Cat. Yeah, Harry the Cat. Um, Silk is back. That's uh that's Kevin Eastman was uh, Harry the Cat. Oh, Kevin Eastman from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who was married to Julie Strain. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Silk is back, the, uh, Asian lady who's been in a lot of these movies. Yeah. And, uh, played by Carolyn Liu. I like her. Hey, uh, Bruce Penhall's not here. Did you notice that? Yeah. He wasn't in the last one either, I don't think. I'm always, uh, happy when he doesn't show up, so.
4: <laughs> I kind of miss him now, just for some kind yes, of see. Yes, yeah. because yeah.
2: the guys in this movie are Marcus Buff Bagwell. He played a, a, the warrior last time in uh, Day of the Warrior, right? But uh, he was a bad guy. <laughs> Ever? Yeah, this
3: movie. Yeah.
4: apparently everyone you thought was a bad guy actually was not a bad guy. Turns out
1: in the end. Well, he explained that the person he murdered for no reason in the wrestling ring was actually like a child rapist or something.
2: Uh, I think he yeah. was a uh, he was serial um, killer on a on a, a coed like a, a female campus, a college campus or something. He was out okay. co coeds, I believe is what it was.
1: But the yeah. other and f- anyone else that looked like he killed, he didn't actually kill them. Or something. Yeah, he, I don't he's remember. A, he's a
2: good guy. He got a haircut. He's a good guy now. Close to the wood, he said. He got his haircut. <laughs> uh, there's another fella in here. I don't know who he is. And then there's a new guy, Paul Logan, not to be confused with Logan Paul. He plays he, Doc Austin. And this dude is like shredded. He's like super jacked, like a Tarzan yeah. guy. And And all the time he should have been going to acting classes, he was at the gym. Because this guy
1: <laughs> is awful at acting.
2: He is very uh, bad.
1: At, uh, but he's good at getting Julie K. Smith naked.
2: Yeah, he does that pretty well.
0: Um, she gets naked a lot in this movie. Yeah. Everyone does. Like Everyone who gets yeah. naked,
4: they get naked multiple times.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know the boob count, but I'm guessing it has to be close to 20.
4: That's uh, so. over 20. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I think I lost count at like 26 or
2: something, but yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I had us at 26 for the total.
2: Okay. Yeah, like, I don't even know how to talk about it. Like, it's the same nonsensical bullshit. <laughs> it really <laughs> <was>. There's <laughs> yeah. really nothing to talk about. Um
4: there were no new innovations, like, no, like, oh, he killed somebody with a flying Frisbee that has a, you know, razor blade on it. Like, nothing cool, like, nothing new. Like, well, there's there the was usual, there was some RCs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, instead of just the car.
2: Julie K. Smith uh, is the expert of the remote control vehicles in this movie. She has a car that drives off a ramp and lands in the trunk of another car that's filled with gasoline, and then it blows up.
1: Yeah, that was That was awesome,
2: good. yeah. And then, like Tuffy said, she has a remote control tank. Um She's also running around in, like, this black cat suit at one point. What's awesome? Um, yeah, she's and, uh, an
1: undercover stripper.
2: Yeah. That <laughs> that Sophia girl, she – it's confusing because she's, like, a bad girl at the beginning, but she's actually an undercover Interpol agent. Yeah. And I don't know. But then
4: Martinez later is telling them that, no, she's actually evil, and she was well, that's trying not to double-cross Martinez.
1: Cross that's Martinez's yeah. nephew. Yeah. <laughs> Do a tv mask thing.
4: (laughs) He's got, like, you know, Mission Impossible face changing technology.
2: Yeah, Shay Marks runs up to him. She says, Oh, wait, hold him there. And she peels this thing off his face. And suddenly it's not Roberto uh, Obregon. Remember that guy? He's in every movie. It's not like this other fella who looks nothing like him and is completely different. It's his nephew
1: who killed uh, Rodrigo Obregon. But no, he actually didn't because he's still alive. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And he's been a good
4: guy now for, he changed his, he became a good guy too. So he can be at the party at the end with
2: everyone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's the same shit. Uh, maybe just talk about scenes that were memorable because I don't know what the plot is. <laughs> I guess, um, I guess there was something semi cool
4: at the beginning where, uh, there was like a jet ski, uh, gun battle going yeah. on. That
2: Sounds was pretty good. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the opening of the movie is great. It's Julie Strain just swimming in a bikini, and she looked great. And uh, Julie Strain in a bikini is always top-notch. Uh, there were some interesting sex scenes in this film. One in particular, <laughs> when uh, Julie Strain makes uh, Sweet Sweet Love to Marcus Bagwell. Yeah. That could be yeah, a what-the-fuck cool. moment for next year.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know
2: what was going on there. Their lovemaking is very unusual under the water. It's like a dance routine. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh,
4: I feel bad that like Kevin Eastman, her husband's
2: in this movie. <laughs> He's probably on set for this whole thing. Yeah. I don't know if they were married at this time. I'm guessing they were, right? Cause didn't they? Think... Yeah, I would think so. Cause I think that the other one he was on, they were just dating at the time, but yeah, probably married by now. Um, there was a great scene where, uh, Julie K. Smith and Shea Marks. They're going out uh, on this undercover mission. They're both in like these tight white t-shirts, little uh, tan shorts, and they got like (laughs) remote control vehicles and everything. They're they're planning this ambush or something. And then just as they're setting everything up, and they're like, "All right, he won't be here for a while. Hey, want to go for that swim?" They're like, "Yeah, let's let's go for that swim." (laughs) We're in the middle of a secret mission. So then they get into their uh, bathing suits and they go running down into the water there to, to go for a swim. And then, of course, the tops come off at some point, and they're just swimming around topless in the water. It's pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty yep. great.
1: That was a good one.
2: Um, then there's the scene where Julie K. Smith, yeah, because you think this movie ends so many times. Uh, I guess that's what you're talking about the, uh, when does the story end many, line. Yeah, how many endings can this story have? Because there's uh Julie K. Smith, she tells her, her one boyfriend there, he's like, hey, what, are you having a fantasy or something? So there's this big dream sequence, and this is after, like, the big final reveal of the movie, right? Yeah.
1: They
4: got the treasure. They got everything. They're like, oh, this lady wasn't really bad. She was in an Interpol agent. So it seems like everything is wrapped up pretty much, Um, other than them getting Martinez, but, yeah. Then there's just a dream sequence for some
2: reason. Julie K. Smith takes her top off again. It's pretty great. Um, <laughs> and. They kind of have the scene where everyone's at the end drinking champagne, right? Just to say, hey. Yeah. I think Marcus Bagwell makes some stupid joke. There were no hot tubs in this movie, right? Uh, I think there was. I think, uh, Julie K. Smith
4: and, uh, her guy were in a hot oh, tub. Like at the very end. Like, yeah, like, right. no, I think it was like, no, it was after, like, the jet ski stuff and all that stuff where they were in there and then, like, Ava calls them and,
2: He's, like, grabbing her boobs, and he's, like, I've got, I've got my hands full right now. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> they, they're, in the beginning, they're, like, standing up by the pool, I think. And remember, she just takes her shirt off yeah. for no mm-hmm. reason and then puts another shirt on. Like, oh, all right, whatever. Um, and then the first time we see Shay Marks, like, we see a close-up of her face. She's waking up in bed, and then the camera pulls back. She sits up completely naked. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always good. Um
3: Yeah. Uh, our
1: first introduction, introduction to Carrie Westcott, um, she's naked, uh, of course. And then she's delivering pizza to the lethal office. She's got a new pizza business. So she's rollerblading yeah. around, giving out free samples.
2: Yeah, because she's, like, drugging them, right? She's putting stuff into their yeah. drinks, too. She's If you keep practicing, that could be you. Yeah, yeah rolling right.
4: around, giving out pizza.
2: And she's and she's dressed in a, like this red leather vinyl outfit, I guess vinyl. Would be yeah, you know what it is. And she's and, got like
1: the uh, the Chippendales cuffs on too.
2: Yeah. Well, apparently that outfit was from Julie Strain's personal collection. She let her <laughs> wear that for the movie. <laughs> I <don't remember> that. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, were there any good lines in this at all? I can't really.
4: No, nothing. Um You mentioned the cut my hair short close to the wood. That was good, yeah. I guess. I guess. Um, um. Oh, when Julie Strain picks up uh, the warrior for the first time, and then she says something like, you're almost big enough for me to find you attractive.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and there, there is something like uh, her, Julie Strain later in the movie, towards the end of the movie, her and a fella are going to go off running into the jungle or something. And, uh, she, he says something about a car. And she says, uh, yeah, but you're never going to be able to take me for a test ride or something like that. Do you remember this? I don't know. No, yeah. God, I forgot about that one. Yeah, they're all pretty bad. The, yeah, this movie's not the best. Yeah. It, it's not the
4: I best. I guess we should mention there's also a, uh, there's a model of the old Malachi cargo plane in like their headquarters. <laughs> That's like how they re- like memorialized Donna and Terran, apparently. Yeah, but they, they only were
1: show talking like about Don and Taryn like they've passed away. Yeah, uh,
0: they're the founding. Fathers.
1: So, which but really you, is is June Knocker's erasure there? <laughs> June
0: Knocker. No, June
2: Knocker's had nothing <laughs> well, she to do with any race car
1: driver. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't an agent. Anything, ah, okay. So. She was a Malibu
2: Express. <laughs> before they did all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, at the end of the movie, that. Re- Rodrigo Obregon guy, he just like sits in a chair and just explains everything, right? Like He just...
1: just... Yeah, he, so the... In Savage Beach, they're trying to recover this gold to give it back to the Philippines government. But then the people who recovered it didn't actually give it back to them. Which Rodrigo Obregon was part of them, but then they double-crossed him. So he decided... Even though he got blown up, he wasn't really dead, so we got to go back and retroactively take one off the body count for Savage Beach. Uh, So now he is again (laughs) trying to recover the treasure, but he needs a diary that one of the agent's dads had or something. Uh, So they get all that. That's right. And he got. The agent who had.
4: His dad gave him a special medallion that ends up blocking (laughs) a bullet for him in this movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and also oh, okay. defuses the bomb that's with the treasure.
2: Yeah, they have to put the medallion into this little thing on the bomb to defuse it, but because the medallion got hit by a bullet, it's wonky. It's not fit right. Yeah. So they, there's like a there's, countdown. There's, there's
1: no a, way you could make that medallion fit that slot in two minutes unless a, you have Julie K. Smith now with without a tool. Army Knife metal file
2: and she files it she's like it's great her trying to open the the knife if you pay attention there uh, her boobs are bouncing pretty nice. but she's uh she's looking to how to open it and then she gets the foul out and she's fouling away she's like all right try this still doesn't work they give it back to her and there there's a countdown like 30 20 seconds she's like, all right try this She's following away maybe let that guy who looks like tarzan do it though he'd let him file it you know maybe he'd be a little stronger at filing than julie case <laughs> But, uh, so it takes <laughs> her about three cracks at it, and then, with two seconds left, they finally get it. But no one else like everyone else should just be running right to get away from
3: the bomb like
1: just get well, away. you're anything within two miles of
2: the oh. bomb is
3: gonna
1: be destroyed, and they only have two minutes uh okay. the bomb clearly explains all of that to them, uh, okay, well, that's good when you have bombs that explain things uh, uh cause also so. Rodrigo Obregon is hanging out on his boat in Hawaii the whole time, and then the rest of his crew gets in a submersible, which topical, given recent events. Oh, arrests. no,
2: yeah, that's horrible, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that was risky, apparently. They go off to Savage Beach to try and get the treasure. The lethal ladies defeat them, recover the treasure. But then the this Carrie Westcott lady explains that she's a double agent, and Interpol's been after Rodrigo Obregon for years. So she wants a crack at him before they arrest him. So she takes the Golden Buddhas onto the boat. Rodrigo Obregon drugs her and ties her up. Then he's just sitting in a chair waiting for the lethal ladies to come in, and he explains to them that actually he's a good guy who double-crossed the people he was working with in Savage Beach to actually recover the gold, and Carrie Westcott was actually a triple agent. So they should arrest her and not him. And he's got almost convinced. Yeah. Until well, Shea Marks had uh, taken a fingerprint of his off of a champagne flute, faxed the fingerprint to Washington, <laughs> D.C., and they faxed back a picture of a different guy because then she walks up and pulls the Mission Impossible mask off. And it's Rodrigo Obregon's nephew who murdered Rodrigo Obregon. So they arrest him then. But then not ten seconds later, Rodrigo Obregón just walks in. Yeah. And he actually was doing all the things yep. his nephew said he was doing. It was
0: very oh. confusing.
2: Well, we should also mention the nephew when he was pretending to be Rodrigo Obregón. <laughs> he was doing a Phantom of the Opera gimmick where he had half a mask
3: yeah. over his face. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah.
2: And like Sophia, she holds a gun to him and like peeks behind the mask. And then she's like horrified. And then uh, later they take them out and there's nothing there. It's not like he's scarred up or anything. It's just,
4: yeah, it's like Dr. Doom. (laughs) Some versions where it's like, yep, there's nothing actually wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah,
1: They they also have flashback video of Rodrigo Obregón with his face all burned up. Because then when the real Rodrigo Obregón comes in, he also doesn't have scarring on his face. (laughs) Yep. This uh this
4: was slapped together. They did not think this <laughs> through. So did they find the treasure at the end?
1: I don't even know. Yeah. The treasure was the friendships Karen they made along the way as a civilian to steal the uh the prize item at the end of the movie. Uh I I don't know. This
2: Yeah, it's not his best work. Not his best work. But there are a lot of bibs.
1: So a lot. 26 by my count. That's something.
2: Yeah, so there it is. I don't know. Tuffy, what would you give this one out of 10?
1: Uh, it's like a six, maybe a seven. It's in that, in that range. Mm -hmm. Like, if I was to watch a Sedaris movie, it would not be this one.
2: Yeah, I'd say five or six tops, but, uh, probably a five. I
0: don't
4: know. Yeah, I would lean five myself. Um, this is tough. (laughs) This is not how you wanted, uh, you know, Andy Sedaris to go out. It definitely <laughs> faded away rather than burned out.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> These last
4: couple of movies have just been more and more diminishing returns.
2: Yeah. Kind of uh, ran his race and had nothing left. Yeah. Nothing
1: left. Yeah. And they just so, kind of look uh, worse every time. like those. Comically large breasts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the
2: tagline for this movie is the big guns are back. Uh, <laughs> Jerry K. Smith and Shea Marks. Julie Strain, the big guns. Yeah, I missed the days of Donna and uh Taren
0: and uh you know those yeah. ladies. Yeah Cynthia Brim Yeah. All
2: right, so uh top eleven Andy Sedaris films, well actually top twelve. Uh number twelve, uh even though it had Susie Simpson, Enemy Gold is the worst for me. It's Christian Sidaris. Andy the vegan. Because, again, it's just <laughs> Susie Simpson and a bunch of dudes. There's, like, more dudes than ladies. Like, what's the point of this Yeah, movie? but she's out <laughs> in that shower. I mean, the boss That's lady was good. there. She wasn't bad looking. Yeah, that, that was terrible. Um, and, again, they're looking for Confederate gold. So that was there. Uh, number 11, Dallas Connection, the other Christian Sedaris one. It's better, but it's still not Andy Sedaris. So. Uh, number 10, Return to Savage Beach. This one that we just did. Uh number 9 Day of the Warrior, the one right before this one. So uh but it did have pro wrestling in it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Number 8 Picasso Trigger. Like the uh second half of this movie is pretty good, but the first half, remember like there wasn't a naked lady for like 40 minutes.
4: Yeah, we did think he was yeah. losing losing his fastball at that point.
2: Little did we know how bad it was going to get later on. <laughs> uh number 7 Savage Beach the first one. Number six, Hard Hunted. Again, they all blend together, so you can remember. Yeah, I don't know
1: which any mm-hmm. of these are. Because
2: you would think Hard Hunted is the one where they're hunting down uh, Donna. But it actually yeah, was. like different agents. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's actually Fit to Kill
1: of, uh, or something.
2: That's Do or Die, actually. But, uh, number, five do or is, die. Yeah. number five is Fit that's to Kill. Good. The one with Roger Moore's uh, kid taking over for Pat Morita. Number four, do or die. This is Pat Morita with his feet up on the desk and <laughs> like the assassin. Yeah. Team. yeah, this is a good one. This is really good. Um, I have
1: Eric Estrada in it also.
2: I believe so. Yeah, this is the Eric Estrada's time. I believe. Um Number three, Guns. I think this was the best. Cynthia Brimhall and I think yeah. she may won Best Actress last year. Golden quesadilla for Guns, but it's pretty good. Number two, Malibu Express, and number one, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. There you're Andy Sedaris. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, There's shower
2: scenes
1: in that one. <laughs>
2: uh, so I think it goes probably, I think you could go six deep and still enjoy it. Hard hunted. Yeah. feel good.
1: Those you know? first five or six, you're definitely getting a hot tub scene, which is essential to a Sedaris movie.
2: Yeah. So focus on
1: those. Yeah.
2: Top and then just kind of, you know, maybe stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have high hopes for this 7 movie because,
3: man, it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> I
2: might watch it tonight. I don't know. That's how good it looks. We'll see.
4: But, Is it just the shots uh, he did of uh, football games or he focused on, on hot chicks in the crowd? And he's yeah, it, just made
2: just it, looks, into- it just looks like a 70s cop show, but, awesome, you know, just awesome like that. So, I don't know. But it's in Hawaii, of course. And uh, Oh, of course. Yeah, there's Foxy ladies <laughs> and remote-controlled shit. And so... All right, so there it is, Our uh is. We're done with Andy Sedaris. Wow. Yeah, it's the end of an era. Oh.
0: Yeah, that is pretty
2: bad. So it, I guess it would be fitting if we
0: ended in movies. No. Yep. We've hit the come to the end of the road.
2: Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we can always go back. I will back just
1: watch terrible while. TV shows. Yeah.
0: Mm. Try it out for a while. <laughs> All right, let's see how that goes. Is there anything else to discuss, or are we done here?
4: Um. Well, I watched some other TV shows, I guess. What'd you watch? Um. So the big one was the uh, the new season of Black Mirror. Watched all that last week.
2: How many? uh Five, uh, new, episodes? five new episodes. What season is this with Black Mirror? Uh, this is season six.
3: Wow. Yes, yeah,
4: first one in a long time. I think. Like pre-COVID was the last one, so uh it's been yeah. a while. <laughs> I didn't know if they were still going to do them, but they did come back with five new episodes. Um, I would say the first three are the best, um, and then number four was pretty awful, and number five was better, but still kind of eh. <laughs> but those first three are pretty, all pretty damn solid. I, stand, I can stand by most of those. Um the first one and the third one were probably the best ones. Although you can definitely tell, like, it originally started out as, like, a British show. And you can tell it's starting to get more American and not as good. <laughs> like, <laughs> the first just episode like the points, but, just like the no. office.
2: Just like The Office. Yeah, that's right.
4: Get out of here. <laughs> like, the first one had, like, a you know, it was kind of interesting. But then it had this schmaltzy Hollywood ending. It's like, oh, yeah, you can tell this
0: is American. All right, next. but uh, there's one with Aaron Paul in it, so that that was good. That'd Wait. be terrible.
1: Yeah, can Aaron I pick Paul Breaking and Josh Bad Hartford? for next. Oh, you can't pick breaking, break. breaking Bad
2: because <laughs> uh, everyone has seen I Breaking think... Bad.
1: Yeah. You better call Saul. Mike Dell
0: hasn't seen that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what else do you watch, Jay? Um, let's see. I've been watching
4: uh, the second season of Cruel Summer. Uh, which was a show, I think I, I think it was last year I watched the first season, because uh, it had Kevin Smith's daughter in it. Um, she is not in this season, it's a whole different thing. Uh, basically, the conceit of the show is generally about some high school kids that are involved in some kind of fucked up crime. Um, and it's told over like one summer, and then that winter, and then the next summer. So there's three different time periods they kind of show them in different uh they shoot them in different ways so that you can kind of tell where you're at um timeline-wise and uh it just kind of shows you like oh it gives you little pieces of what's happening in each time so you're kind of piecing together like oh what exactly happened here. Um this season is about uh this girl she her mom has like a uh,
2: a foreign exchange student come so to live with her. Let me stop you there for a second. So completely different cast both seasons. Yep. Right? Yeah, it's like an anthology thing. From okay, but the, the same series. basic premise. Yes, okay. yeah. I, yeah. Remember that, season was, I remember that Scream show. Do you remember Scream? I liked season one. Or no, what was it was not called? Yeah. Scream Queens. Scream, Queen. Scream Queens, yeah. Queens. yeah. I, I really enjoyed both. season one. I tried to start to season two, and it was like the same actors playing different parts in a different setting. It was, like, oh, that was very confusing to me. No, they're playing I, the same parts. They're just in huh? a different yeah. setting. Yeah, but like, different people. Like, it, they were... They were the same girls from that college? But now yeah, they're in a
4: hospital. Yeah, all the same things happen. Yep. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> was the exact same person. Now just running a hospital.
2: <laughs> oh, that's just dumb. <laughs> and uh it also had Jay, uh John Stamos and Jerry Connell, right Or What's his name? Jerry Uh
4: no, Jerry well I think Jerry yeah, Jerry O'Connell may have been O'Connell. in the like
2: first episode. I yeah, think yeah that died. was enough for me to he tap out. out. Well, maybe if I knew he he died, I would have kept going. But uh, um, so yeah, I just gave up. I didn't even go back to it. So it's similar to that in a way. This show, in a way.
4: I know, except this is totally different cast and everything.
3: Okay, so,
4: yeah, uh, it's uh, the first season was kind of about this girl got kidnapped you know, by some creepy pervert guy and held in the basement. And she claims that, you know, this one girl like saw me down there and didn't say anything. So like, her life kind of goes to hell. Uh And, you know, you're kind of wondering, well, did she, or did she not? And, you know, there's that kind of comes to a head later on in the season. Uh But this season is about like this girl. She has a foreign exchange student come live with her. She's not real thrilled about it, but you see in the future that they do become very good friends. Um And, at some point, like, a sex tape gets released, and for some reason, okay, it's it's the sex tape of the main girl having sex with her boyfriend, Um but for some reason, people think that it was the boyfriend having sex with this other girl, the foreign exchange student, even though the main girl's white and the exchange student is black. <laughs> so these people are clearly not very observant if they hmm. got those two mistaken. Um... <laughs> But so they kind of go with that. They kind of convince her to go along with this lie, so it, you know, because the one girl, the main girl, is getting like a, a scholarship to college in the next year. She doesn't want to lose that by the sex tape being out there. So they kind of convince her to go along with it, um, and she does because she wants to be a good friend. But then it turns out in the, the next summer timeline, uh the boyfriend has has disappeared, and they find him dead um so you're like okay what the hell's going on here like what happened here with all these kids um it's kind of interesting it's uh i like it so far i think it's about four episodes in hmm. all deep, right. kind of just seeing different time periods and piecing what's, it all
3: together
2: what's that on
4: uh it's on the hulu all right i'm out
2: yeah <laughs> Uh anything
4: else um, I did, I watched, uh, before the show, I decided to try to watch the first episode of Secret Invasion, uh, which, oh, uh, I didn't idea. even know this
2: was a thing, I just saw a commercial yeah. report, it's, uh, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, right, this is about the Skrulls coming in there, yep. yeah,
5: Yep.
2: yeah,
4: Skrull so Invasion, it's, it's happening,
2: um, I'm, I've got to about the,
4: I'm almost, I think i got about 10 minutes left, I didn't have time to finish it before the show, but. Uh it's pretty dull for the most part. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I uh, can't say I was really enjoying it too much. There was like some brief moments where Samuel L. Jackson got to really be Samuel L. Jackson and kind of shine. But uh other than that, it's it's pretty flat and and lifeless. Um Do we get to see any scrolls in
2: episode one?
4: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of scrolls. Um like Amelia Clark is running
2: or she's not even running. Amelia uh,
1: Clark? Yeah,
2: she's an Arrys Targaryen
1: to you, Zell.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe me, I know who she is. Uh, what uh, what is she
4: doing? She's uh, she's part. She's bringing in like a new Skrull into this whole camp of Skrulls, essentially. So you see a lot of Skrulls just walking around. Um, and apparently they have you know warriors essentially that have to stay in human form so that they you know kind of assimilate more. And they're allowed to leave, but these Skrulls are not. They're supposed to stay in there because you know they're the Skrulls are up to something. They don't want to get busted. But, uh, Nick Fury and that Telos guy from Captain Marvel, some like Good Stroll, and, uh, Maria Hill are kind of trying to, uh, piece together, Ooh. you know, this conspiracy.
2: Oh, Maria Hill's in this? Yep. Big fan oh, of her. Yeah. What's her name?
4: Uh, uh Colby Smolder. There
2: you go. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not great. <laughs> I don't know if I'll bother sticking with it.
2: Yeah, I just uh, got out of all those Marvel shows. I haven't uh, yeah, too really cared about any of them. Yeah. So.
4: I just watched it on a whim and I'm not real happy about it.
2: Mistakes <laughs> <laughs> were made. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um.
2: All right, so that's that. Uh, on uh, Marvel Snap, they released Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider Ham. Hey, so that's pretty good. Is yeah, he have ever- that game? Uh, I didn't get him. I could get him anytime I want, but because I have the tokens to get him. I just, eh, who cares? But, uh, he's like, uh, what does he do? He turns the highest power card in your deck into a pig. So, uh, you keep, it, it gets a, it's just a pig, same power, but no abilities. So it can really screw up your deck, you know? Um, it and fucked it, it, me over twice I've played a guy with him and he really screwed me over a couple of times but um so that's something uh Tuffy have you been watching anything no
1: I was busy water skiing this weekend yeah. cleaning your sheets and then uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> cleaning up the poop um uh wrestling obviously uh you know Oh, that was yeah, I used that. out of the bloodline
2: that was some great uh, Bloodline shit last week. Uh, they, uh, yeah. yeah. Jay Uso kicked Roman Reigns in the face, and then uh, they double then, super uh, kick. I like when Roman sold that double super kick, like, he's dead. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because then they're fighting at Money in the Bank, I think.
2: Yeah, Solo and Roman versus the Uso's. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, isn't Austin then, the uh, of
1: Charlotte at Money in the Bank? Yes. That is correct.
2: Yeah, I don't know if Oscar was on TV today or not. Wow, did you hear that? That was my computer going crazy. Um, but uh she went back to Japan for some reason. She said uh she I don't know if a, huh, it was a family reason, so um but uh, cuz she put a little video up of her going back to Japan. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. But um
1: then uh Logan Pauls in the money in the bank match. Dude, Logan Paul looked jacked. Gee, he looked huge. Like, real big. I don't know. But, uh,
0: yeah.
2: That kid's really good, you know? Like, he's I know. just really good. When is Money in the Bank? Is it two weeks from now or is it
1: next time? Uh, it's a week from Saturday, week from tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. 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 That'll work. And it's in, uh, At London. 3 right? p.m. Eastern, I think. Yeah. All right. So that's something.
2: Um, who do you want to win Money in the Bank for the men? Is, is Logan Paul going to get it or L.A. Knight?
1: Uh, LA Knight would be good. Yeah, I don't like remember who LA. else is even in it at this I'd point. Like,
2: I'd like to see LA Knight get it, but I think Logan Paul's going to get it, right? Yeah. Could uh, you imagine if they have Logan Paul cash in on Roman Reigns and get the belt?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that uh, would be pretty funny. Uh, people would be outraged if Roman's reign ends because Logan Paul cashed in. Yeah. Uh on the lady side, uh Zelina Vega seems to be getting some push, but uh I'd give it to Becky, right?
0: Put it give it to Becky. Yeah. But I don't know. So all right. Anything else wrestling wise?
1: Um I don't think so. All right. Then well, I guess we're done here. Otherwise I've just been waiting to find out if that submarine exploded or not this week. Turns yeah. out it did. Oh it did explode? Yeah. Ooh. Pretty much right away. Oh really? It just blow blowed up down there. Because of the pressure it got crushed or Yeah, that's what they seem to think. That would not be that's a
0: good
1: awesome. way to think. Well it's apparently pretty quick that way. Like they didn't even know what happened, most likely.
2: In theory. <laughs>
1: no, it's gonna. Yeah, to I mean, when I feel like yeah, uh, you, you don't really know what's going on when you're that much pressure coming in on you right away.
0: Yeah. It seemed uh, like such a good yeah. plan, though. Yeah. Yeah. So this poor fellow's. Oh well. That's yeah. why I don't like to leave the house. You know, I just stay in here. Yeah. Uh, Trying to think
2: anything else to report this week. Uh, I don't know. Cup, wept the pirates.
3: That yeah, the pirates are
2: struggling. So <laughs> uh, I'm driving to hockey. I, I believe I heard they've lost ten in a row. The pirates.
3: So yeah, that's
0: not that's yeah. not good. No, not so good. Not so good. Um. Yeah. Guess that's about and,
1: it. Uh, did you get your free Piper Niven on the, the champions today, Mike Dell? I did not. Yeah, they fucked something up last week, I guess. I don't even know.
2: So they give you a free Piper uh, Niven?
1: So you get a token. You can get a Piper Niven or one of those skill plates, basically.
2: Wow, it's a shot at Piper Niven. yeah, uh, well, the-, <laughs> the skill plate. Yeah, go log on <laughs> to your
1: champions. Get your free Piper right. Niven. Yeah.
2: yeah. Old Piper Niven. Um, all right, and I guess we're done here. Although uh, Jack Corey Jade got a win over Dana Burke on NXT last week or this week. Hey, all right. Know, that I that are her? talking? The only I mean, lady you awesome. like was still uh, <laughs> able to wrestle.
4: That might get me to actually watch
2: the Money in the Bank, but she, she won't be her Yeah. yeah. <laughs> won't <finish. laughs> so, all right. So next week, Tuffy will be driving, but he's going to pick a TV show for us to watch. Yeah. And with any luck, it'll be taking place in a Canadian (laughs) supermarket. And it won't be uh,
1: soap. New WKRP in Cincinnati. It won't be new (laughs) WKRP.
2: All
4: right. Narrowing it down.
2: So that's about it. We got to thank nobody because no one else is here. But thanks to Jack. Thanks to Tuffy. And thanks to Jack for best actor. Good job, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) You earned it, little buddy. You earned it. Uh, Thanks, Elizabeth Caton. You got robbed. <laughs> Until next time, <laughs> pass the chi, Governor Gabby.
0: Thank you very much.